life. What's going on, Chicky? Uh, not much. Um, just making it through hump day, trying to get through this week, child. Oh, girl, I'm so ready for the weekend. So, so. <laughs> me too. I live for the weekend, though. And I work. Um, I'm still busy on the weekend. Yes. Um, oh, I don't know. It's like this week, I am just extra freaking drained. Like, I'm tired of shit. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like, damn, have bring on the weekend. Weeks like. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's um, who I'm like, I need a vacation. Girl, shoot. Oh, um, I had to take the day off uh, earlier this week, so... I am just kind of like, if it all, let me just sit down somewhere. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to Valentine's Day? Yes, very much so. Um, I still hadn't got Curlin's gift yet, so. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be running like hell tomorrow. Uh-oh. And then um, I got a, I think it's, I don't know. I wouldn't call it an interview, but um, I'm supposed to be featured on um, the Prophet of Thought uh, tomorrow. Okay. So, What's that about? Um, he said something about dark truths for the ladies, and it's me, Asada Muhammad, mm-hmm. and a special surprise guest. Oh, so, okay. I am really, really looking forward to seeing what that's going to be about. Well, that should definitely be interesting. I have been noticing that they have been going in on my brown sisters. I'm feeling some type of way. I am slightly triggered and I haven't even listened to. I listened to a little bit of Fantastic's initial Um, stream. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Oh, hold on. Let me change positions. I have three bars, but um, can you hear me? Is it still okay? Yeah, you sound good. Okay. Um, but I was just saying I've been triggered by um, you know, all the negative um streams that have been going on in reference to dark skinned women. So um I don't know what it's all about, but I'm like, well dang, they they going in on my, on my brown sisters. I didn't get it. I was on Fantastic's panel for a hot second. Mm-hmm. But I didn't stay. I didn't get a chance to stay very long because I was uh, busy with my son. So it's like, e. I want to go back and listen to it. But um, they had um, Rashida Strober up there. Oh, and, um, <laughs> interesting. I bet that was an interesting um, panel. Yeah, honey. I guess it was because uh, the way I... <laughs> it seemed like they went in. Uh-oh. I, I, I'm, I, I'm sure they did. I know Fantastic has some very strong views as it relates to dark-skinned women. It seems like he's had some negative experiences with dark-skinned women. Um, but, you know, I'm more middle of the road. I, I'm definitely not a Rashida Strober. I don't feel, think that dark-skinned women are just constantly being attacked and everything that happens in the media it's an attack on dark-skinned women nor do i think that dark-skinned women are victims but i certainly don't think that we're everything negative that i'm seeing men in the manosphere make us out to be either so we might have to get into that or maybe one of our topics will delve into something surrounding that i'm tired of the colorism debate but i also 
don't want to see dark skinned women, uh, the, the character of dark skinned women being assassinated. Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yeah, no, I can't. Oh, sorry. Um, and I don't, I yeah, don't I like the generalizations and them lumping us all together. So I don't know. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that one of these days. Yeah, we're going to have to definitely watch the stream because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, honey, I heard some. Um, <laughs> I heard some breakdowns of it myself and I was like. Yikes! What oh is my gosh! <laughs> yeah, it, that's a hot topic right now. I, I just and I haven't had a chance to listen to his full stream. I listened to it for just a few minutes. I literally am always like moving a million miles a minute, so I don't get to listen to streams the way that I would like, especially the long ones. But I do want to try. Maybe I'll listen to one of the other streams that breaks it down that are um, a little bit shorter. Okay. Okay. So. Let's get into this topic, honey. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Pookies and the Ray Rays and the mm-hmm. Educated Lanes, mm-hmm. but let's talk about the middle man, the guy yeah. in the middle. Will you? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like you said, I mean, we, we constantly talk about Pookie and Ray Ray. Educated lames have been talked about for years. And I think that we're leaving out, in my opinion, a big portion of the black male population, because I think that most black men fall somewhere in the middle. I don't think that most men are thugs or, you know, um, you know, street thugs or, you know, um, hood boogers or anything like that. And I don't think that most men would classify themselves and or would generally be classified as an educated lame. I think most men are, you know, in the middle. And I think that we are omitting a huge segment of the black male population when we have these conversations that are so specific to uh, one group um, over another. And you don't rarely hear it, you don't really hear, rarely hear the um, guy in the middle being talked about. So we, we figure we're going to talk about him tonight. Okay. So do you think that a lot of the guys in the middle have the same um, or some of the same um, ideologies as the educated? Well, I kind of feel like they have some of the ideologies of the educated lame. And I also think they have some of the same ideologies as um, Pookie and Ray Ray in a certain sense. Well, um, I think this is a good place to start. Like, why don't we define what we see? Because we, we we do the nuance thing over here. We talk about, you know, um, our own personal experiences and what we see. Uh, that's generally what we pull from in our discussions. So why don't we start by defining who the guy in the middle is? Like, who do you see as the guy in the middle? Or can you, you know, put that into words? And then I'll go after you. Um, I would say that the guy in the middle probably did get, um, he did finish high school. Um, he possibly had, uh, both parents in the house. Um, he was probably one of the cool kids, but not necessarily, uh, the guy who got all the hoes. Um, I would see the guy in the middle as somebody who probably works a decent job, but he may not be making six figures. Um, what else do I think about the guy in the middle? Um, probably 
somewhat laid back, um, probably really into sports. Um, at least that's what I've noticed about uh, guys who seem to be in the middle. Okay. Well, I want to say that I've had a lot of experience, I'd say, with the guy in the middle. The guy in the middle is, you know, my cousins, my brothers. I've dated the guy in the middle. Like, the guy in the middle to me is um, a lot of what you've said. The guy in the middle is he can go, you know, either way. The guy in the middle uh, might have a, a trade or some sort of specific skill. Um, the guy in the middle likely graduated from high school, probably has a, a fairly decent job. He may be a UPS worker. He may be a truck driver. Um, he could be a plethora of things. He may be a skilled tradesman. Um, the guy in the middle may have a little bit of hood in him and he might be a little bit educated or maybe he's gone to college but didn't finish. So I think the guy in the middle is generally like middle of the road and the guy in the middle can kind of swing either way. He's probably, maybe he grew up in the hood, but now he lives in a maybe middle-class area. Um, I think that, you know, the guy in the middle probably has um, experience and, and or ties to both educated lames and, you know, the hood guy. Uh, he might have some friends from both sides of the track. Um, you know, the guy in the middle is generally hardworking, you know, take care of his family, um, trying to do the right thing, you know, but he hasn't fallen victim to maybe things that the hood guy has. However, maybe he didn't have the resources the to go to school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The pookie hood guy, um, you know, maybe he didn't have the resources to to, to go to school. Um, I think that a lot of the people that I see in this space or that I interact with probably fall somewhere around the guy in the middle. They might not be what we would deem as quote unquote educated lames. Yeah. Um, I also, even with the guy in the middle, his social skills might be... Um, a little bit better than uh, the educated lane, in my mm. opinion. Mm. Yeah, like that's a good one. And even when I think about it, I think a lot of the guys that we've conver conversed with on the panel, I like probably they're probably you know like the middle of the road guy, and I think they probably are more comfortable, uh, you know, having conversations and or dialogue with you know um, women and things of that nature because. Um, like I said, they probably grew up in the hood. They might be, um, you know, they befriended these women. They're a little bit more confident in themselves and their abilities than, um, you know, maybe the, the um, educated lame. But um, I also think that the guy in the middle probably could um, network in either space. You know, he may be accepted into the hood, but he might be able to go to your company Christmas party too. So, um, and I think, like I'm saying, most black men probably fall in that middle category. I don't think most black men are hood boogers. Like uh, I've heard people in this manosphere um, almost kind of relegate most black men to, you know, hood guys and, you know, all that those are the guys that black women are going after or the hood guys who don't want anything in life. I think most of the guys that um, are in the black community are just like middle of the road your typical middle of the road, hardworking black man. So do you think in this space, because in this space, it seems to be two types of guys. You either have the educated lane or you have the thug. Mm -hmm. And it's like, well, goddamn, 
Mm-hmm. I, don't think, I don't think everybody fits into um, one category, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think because we have um, kind of relegated black men to one category or the other, I think a lot of the guy in the middle or middle of the road guys are probably lumped into and or follow the educated lame crowd because they know they're we're not really hood guys they're they, you know they go to work every day they get up every day they, they're, they're not trapping on the street corners um but i think that by default they have kind of been lumped in with the educated lames when they're really regular just middle of the road guys you know um i even when you think about somebody like obsidian obsidian technically would not be an educated lame he would be uh, a middle of the road guy. He's, you know, a skilled tradesman. So um, he would be what we would consider someone that's middle of the road, not at all an educated lane. You know what I think? I think mm-hmm. um, Obsidian would be king of the educated lanes in a certain sense. How is that? Because he, he's not educated. He literally was a skilled tradesman, but um, you know, working class. You know, he was a working class man. But, um, Okay, like with Obsidian, I would kind of think that, um, hmm, with Obsidian, Obsidian is educated in a sense that he still, um, he reads, uh, he writes, and he writes extensively, Um, but I think he can relate to both in a certain sense, but I think he would fall more under... um, the educated lame as opposed to um to me he would be more so on the side of the educated <laughs> lame more so than the guy in the middle so for me obsidian is very well read he's extremely articulate he's well read than some college educated men that i've come across um but i think that you know he enjoys you know seeking his own knowledge and and you know reading and also he enjoys knowing something that other people don't know. (laughs) So I think that that's just part of his um, narcissism. Um, But I think that, you know, technically, you know, there may be, okay, so I I don't necessarily think that Obsidian may be like the preferred type that many women would go after. However, um, by definition, he would still fall into that regular working class man. He's just he, he's smart. He, he doesn't have a lot of formal education, but he's an intelligent man. But I'm, I think that there are tons of educate or um, tons of working class middle of the road men who are extremely educated, well read that just enjoy um, seeking knowledge and taking a knowledge. So, I mean, I personally would qualify him as and he said it himself that, you know, he's a blue collar guy. He, he's a working class guy. So, I mean, I would consider him, um, you know, a, a middle of the road guy. He okay. just has those narcissistic traits that a lot of educated lanes have too. So it's kind of like, yeah, he has that cockiness about him that a lot of them have. So do you think the educated lame is more narcissistic than the uh, Pookie and Ray Ray? What I think is that a lot of the educated lames, because of the rejection that they faced um, from the black community at large, Um, Now they feel as though they're in a position of power. And because of that, um, they want to wield that power and, you know, kind of um, hold themselves at, you know, this on a pedestal as if they, uh, you know, have something that 
other people don't because there was a point in time when they were picked on for not having what most men had, which might be considered as swag or, you know, the it factor. So they didn't have that. So they were teased. Now they have this knowledge, which um, with the knowledge comes, you know, um, for some of them power because they might be in positions of power. They have like, you know, education, which uh, with that comes, you know, assets and, you know, finances. So now they have something that women want when you know back in the day they didn't so they use that to their advantage and to some of them you know it it goes to their heads okay okay um (laughs) i'm reading um some of this uh some of these comments it ain't Mm -hmm. got (laughs) <laughs> you know, I put um, Fran Drescher as my name because people say my voice oh, is yeah. so annoying. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I, I I wouldn't say that. I don't I don't think it's annoying at all. Mister Marrying Man is funny. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So, um, think that most women, at least down here, I think that the guy in the middle, um gets to be a culprit of a lot of things that people don't necessarily call out. What do you think about that? Like, Oh yeah, absolutely. I think that, you know, the people in this space like to relegate baby making and um, uh, degeneracy to only educated lambs. When, when I think about the women in my life who maybe are single with, you know, single moms and maybe the guy isn't involved or the guy does not um, have like favorable character, like most of them are, you know, working class. Like they're not, uh, you know, guys in the hood. Like to be completely honest with you, a lot of the hood guys that I live in the house with their children, they are like good fathers and they actually show up and like, you know, they're, they're still, they're very active in their children's lives. A lot of them have been with their baby mama since they were, 14, 15. So um, I see more like working class men or even some educated guys. Like even when you think of working class, I think of even like military. Military men would be what I would consider middle of the world for the most part. Yes, I definitely, definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Um, I think like, what do you think is some things that get blamed on the Pookie and the Ray Ray. Cause I think Pookie and the Ray Ray do take the bulk of the blame for um, a lot of the problems that middle of the road guys uh, don't get the blame for. Um, mainly the baby making thing. I don't think that it's just, you know, there are Pookie and Ray Ray that are contributing to, um, you know, single motherhood that are contributing to the, um, situation that we have in our community with low marriage rates and, you know, uh, an abundance of children who um, aren't being raised in the homes with both parents. I don't think that that, I don't think that we could even say that Pookie and Ray Ray are um, in the top percentile for, uh, regarding blame, as it relates to blame for that. I think that it would be hard to quantify on either side, but I think that from my personal experience, you know, I see regular guys um, being baby daddies or creating, I don't want to say creating baby mamas because both of them, uh, you know, generally it's a mutual decision to have unprotected sex. And as a result, a child is born. But um, I think that I'm seeing, I see both. And I see in my own personal experience, I see more 
regular working class men um, that, you know, have children and they aren't in the, the home with the children. Yeah, um, I see a huge number of that. As a matter of fact, I would um, I would consider my um, my son's father um, a middle of the road type of guy, but he's he's educated, but he wasn't okay. necessarily lame. You know what I mean? But he wasn't in a, a pookie and a ray ray, and we have a child. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, and my ex would fall into the same category too. So, I, I mean. Yeah, I don't, uh, I mean, I don't think that it's a problem that we could just say uh, hood guys are to be faulted for. I'm trying to think of something else that I would say that gets blamed on Pookie and Ray Ray. That, I mean, I think that the main thing that we re- we kind of agree that's like the driving force in, um, you know, the state of the Black community and its disrepair is single motherhood. So that's the biggest thing. And that's what sticks out to me. But, you know. Hmm. Um, as it pertains to relationships and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So Black women do tend to get a bad rap for choosing um, pookies and ray rays to mate and procreate with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and even when choosing a guy for looks and stuff like that, it's like most men think that we're attracted to uh, Pookies and Ray Rays. Mm-hmm. And I would say that most women I know are attracted to a middle of the man type of guy. Me too. And so it's just real interesting. But I think that most women I know that have been played have been played by a, not a Pookie or a Ray Ray, um, although they do do it. But I think yeah. the middleman can get uh, about 60% of that because I think that a lot of women um, choose middle in the men, middle of the road men, but mm-hmm. when you get played, then um, a lot of guys will say, you know what? You should have chose better. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, he had a job, he had a car, he had an, um, he had his own place to stay. He didn't have yeah. a baby mamas. What's up? Well, <laughs> you know what I'm, I'm going to say something that's probably uh, not going to go over really well. Oh, shit. But honest, um, I think that the Pookie and Ray Ray type, um, generally, when you think of the Pookie and Ray they have some sort of criminal background. Um, and as a result, they probably mm-hmm. cannot, um, you know, get housing on their own and things of that nature. So Pookie and Ray Ray are more apt to stay around if for nothing else, maybe they need a place to stay. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like they can't, you know, obtain their own housing because they have a criminal record and things of that nature. Whereas a, a working class guy, he doesn't necessarily have to be there. Yeah. Yeah. So I that's think that that's something that's, you know, does isn't considered too. But I do think, okay, let me ask you something. When you think of the educated women or the women with careers that you know, um, how many of them would you say, like what percentage have children with like, you know, street thugs or, you know, the Pookie and Ray Ray type versus those that have children with, um, you know, a working class man? Um. And I'm going off of uh, my own demographics, which I am here in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Um, and if I had to break down like all of my friends and associates with kids, and let's mm-hmm. say out of 10 friends, right? I would say that two would have uh, children 
you know, uh, career women that would have, ch have yeah. children with uh, somebody that would be considered a Pookie and a Ray Ray. Now, mm -hmm. the, the thing about it is, um, I guess there's levels to the shit. So my friends didn't date like the, the corner boy, so to speak. So to mm -hmm. speak. You know, but I get what you're saying. They did uh, date guys who still lived a fast life, but these right, are the right. guys that you see on the corner um, in the hood uh, with jeans yeah. hanging off their ass and, and shit like that. So, mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I, yeah, I would have to say too, um, all of the women that I know with actual careers, you know, um, High or college graduates, things of that nature that have kids with thugs, um, I would say it's probably maybe 30%. Um, now, I, I mean, I did, I for a specific reason, I didn't include all the women that you know, because I'm thinking like if, if of the women that I know, if they also live in the hood, then you know, I think about proximity, you know, that, that yeah. it's likely that they're going to, and, and I don't know what would even set them apart from, you know, the Pookies and Ray Ray. So I didn't include them. But when I think about career women, uh, most of the women that I know have children with and or are married to or have, or, you know, um, with either educated lanes or working class, mostly working class men. Yeah. So in this space, it seems like we separate the guys in just to two, two, two types of dudes. You either have the mm -hmm. educated lane where you have the Pookie and the Ray Ray. But then when I go through the space and I, uh, I talk to a lot of the guys, I think mm -hmm. a lot of the guys here fall within the middle range. But it seems as though, well, I don't know. Would you say... Would you say that the within the manosphere and within this place, mm -hmm. would you say, and, and and just for an example, well, I don't want to use that because that's not going to be good, but would you say, which ideologies do you think most of the guys in the manosphere lead um, fall toward? Um, well, let me say this first regarding the first part of what you said. Uh, I know Axe, a classy black man, said the same thing that most of the men in this space don't aren't like career men, um, quote unquote. So, and I have to agree. But when I think about it, the men in this space, if you think about it, it's, it's unpopular to to um, set, you know consider yourself a Pookie or Ray Ray and or um, align yourself with Pookies and Ray Rays in this space. So, of course, most men would rather say. Oh, well, you know, kind of um, congregate with and or um, um, kind of group themselves with the educated lanes. But what do you mean by what type of ideology um, do the men in this space seem to embody? Okay, so on one side, I see, you know what, black women and shit, fuck black women, these mm -hmm. hoes, these hoes, these hoes. Um, and then on another side, it's like, well, you know, um, I wasn't really dogged out by, um, a lot of black women, but I do know of some black women that aren't shit, but at the same token, I did do some shit to, um, some women. So they weren't always the, uh, culprit 
of some of my bullshit is what I would say that I hear from some of the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, well, and that brings about a, a, <laughs> you asked the, you posed the question. I'm sorry. My brain is all over the place, but you posed a question uh, earlier regarding what types of things get blamed on the Pookies and Ray Rays. And that's another one. When we talk about situations where women feel as though they've been dogged out or men ain't nothing, men are dogs, they like to assume and, or, uh, draw the inference that all of that is coming from you dating a Pookie or Ray Ray as if working class or educated men, you know, aren't capable of the same things. And that is so not true. Like, all, you know, uh, that is that cannot be um, relegated to just Pookie and Ray Ray. Like there are the, your character has nothing to do with your socioeconomic status or standing. Um, there are men that are top executives that are capable of the exact same thing. In addition, when you become a top executive, you have more access to resources and you're more financially stable. So you're going to attract even more women. Um, So the likelihood might be even greater for you to do some of the things that, you know, women would consider dogging them out. Yeah, that's absolutely, absolutely true. Absolutely true. Um, It's kind of like, um, when you see a star that uh, gets accused of something bad, right? Um, Because the star is the star and he has money. um, I don't see a lot of people put the blame off on the guy with the, the person with the most money. I see if, if a person looks a certain way or they have a, a, they, if they look a certain way, like, with a uh, let's say the top exec, if he's handsome or whatever, he can pretty much get away with a lot. And I've seen that in real time where mm-hmm. a, a guy looks good, the better he looks, the more shit he can get away with. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that um, he's held accountable like the Pookie and Ray Ray are held accountable by um, the black community, or yeah, um, yeah, and, and, in this, and in this space too. I would have to agree with you. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, the, especially for the guys that are attractive, but even those that aren't, if you have a lot of resources, you know, um, looks can be secondary for a lot of women. You know, they know not only if you have the resources, but if you have power, even if you think of the women within the organization that the man might work, they may think that, you know, I'm going to get a promotion if I sleep with him or, you know, like so. When you think about money and power and the um, how a person can wield it, um, educated lanes or educa- educated black men um, would have more access to money, wealth, power, and influence than someone in the hood. Um, Feminist Tears said that um, Pookie and Ray Ray are celebrated and they aren't held accountable. And what I would say is... Uh, I think that now there's a finger pointed at the Pookie and Ray Ray as the dregs of society, as the people who messed up um, a lot of the black community as well as black women. And I'm not saying that the middle of the road guy messed up the community because I don't think that at all. And I don't think that the middlemen are necessarily, um, I don't think they're the bad guy, so to speak, but, mm-hmm. and there's a but, um, I do think um, a lot of things are blamed on Pookies and Ray Rays when a lot of the guys are middle of the men people. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's some bullshit to put it all up on Pookie and Ray Ray. And I just, I just kind of find that to be bullshit to put it all yeah. up on Ray Ray's as opposed to, I don't really feel like middlemen take um, enough accountability for mm-hmm. their parts in society. In yeah, and I see Pookie and Ray Ray being used as scapegoats too. And are Pookie, Pookie and Ray Ray are not innocent by any stretch of the imagination. No. And I'm not insinuating that they are, but you know, we are in the position that we are in. Um, the, the, you know, the black community is in the state that it's in by design. Um, yes, absolutely. We could have, there are a plethora of things that we could have done to fight back against the system that um, kind of led us here um, instead of falling in line and doing exactly what needed to be done in order for us to come to this place that we are in. Um, but I can't say that everything that's bad and wrong with the black community can be put on the shoulders of Pookie and Ray Ray. I I really, and to be completely honest with you, I think it's a collective effort. Yes, there is probably a larger percentage that might be placed on some parties than others. Um, But even when we think about, you know, the Pookie and Ray Ray, um, if we had um, communal protection, like there was in certain communities in like the seventies and eighties where you weren't coming in their community selling drugs. You, you know, the men would get together and ensure that you weren't. You wasn't doing that on their blocks. You know what I mean? There were women and children around, so they wouldn't have in it, you know? So I, I just think that um, there is some shared blame as it relates to the current state of the Black community. And I know that people, some people think that their hands are absolutely clean and they have nothing to do with it. Oh, that's y'all over there. No, we, we all could have done things to combat um, the circumstance to combat the circumstances, you know, and, and maybe we wouldn't be here. So that's my take on it. So with the dating choices that black women um, make, right? Um, like I said, I, th- I do think that a lot of us choose the middle of the man. Um, hold up. Dane said, do I see his comments? Yeah. Um, yeah, we can see your comments, Dane. What's the problem? I don't know. Okay. Uh, girl, I lost my train of thought. Okay. I was talking about the dating choices of uh, Black women, right? Like I said, they think that most Black women will be like, <laughs> guy with a good job, own place, own shit, decent looking. And we're like, fuck him. Where's Pookie at? Where those thugs at? It's like I right, right. <laughs> you know what? That's a good point. Feminist Tears just said something about uh, educated lames thinking as though that they are the cleanup man, and I have heard them say that. But when I think about the examples within the black community of. Um, doing like cleanup, they were probably the middle of the road guy. When I think about like, um, you know, men from the um, different like organizations that were actually out. And even when you think about like the, um, oh my gosh, there's a movement in Detroit and it's like 300, Detroit 300. Um, Those are like working class black men and they are actually providing protection to communal protection. They're out there patrolling, they're policing their own communities. Like a lot of times it's regular. And even when you think about like the Black Panthers and programs that they would implement to ensure that, you know, children were fed in the mornings before they went to school and stuff. You think about working class Black men, most of those who 
that that come to mind are men with with a revolutionary spirit you know men who believed in community and you know who had a sense of pride in their community and um wanted to ensure that their community didn't you know wasn't in the state that it's in today so i don't um yeah, there, there's absolutely a role that educated lambs can play in helping and aiding the community, but that's not the those aren't the first people that come to mind when I think about community cleanup. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, are you ready to open up the panel? Let's do it. Let's do it, honey. Because they already like y'all got it. Uh oh, <laughs> this we is... got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> We'll see, honey. We'll see. Like y'all just blaming y'all trying to group all men into one category. What y'all trying oh, to say? We're I'll trying to uh, make sure that they understand that there's more than just two categories of black men. Um, you know, middle of the road can be quite encompassing. That can encompass a lot of things um, as opposed to the narrow category of Pookie and Ray Ray and educated lanes. Those are very specific categories and they're very narrow um middle of the road can encompass a whole lot um kev come on up here since you uh in the chat saying we calling them lames because i don't think either one of us called uh no we're using the commonly used terms we don't think that educated men are lames those are the 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 terms that we want to use terms that you guys understand that you know so we're using popular terms that we hear thrown around in this space yes Hi, Mr. Research. What's going on? Hey, Mr. Research. Sister George C. Rose, how are you? How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? Fantastic. Good, good. It's good to know your husbands are happy. It's really good to know. All right. Oh, I thought y'all was. My, my, my Not yet. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> Well, it's coming. It's coming. It's coming. Let, let me let me say this before everybody else starts jumping in. God so, damn. So here's the thing. Uh, Sister George C. Rose, in all of the men that you spoke with, and, and I'll tell you right now, I work in medical finance, but yes. in all the in all the guys that you spoke with, how many guys let you know actually what they do outside of YouTube? Uh, oh, in this space? Um, mm -hmm. Very few. Very, very, okay. very few. Well, right. I would say that I've actually um, seen quite a few guys and maybe not in, it's all over the space that I've seen guys and I've seen them discuss what they do on maybe other people's panels. And it doesn't seem like, um, don't give me, I, I feel like it's a, a, a plethora of uh, decent men in the space. Okay, but I was talking about careers versus jobs, you know. Um, well, now I don't... Are, are we handing out qualifiers for being on YouTube or what? What we're doing? What are I we doing here? What What, what does it matter point. what somebody but, does for a living yeah, if they're on let YouTube? Let me tell you what, let me tell you what it matters. Let me tell you what it matters. Yeah, I mean, sound sound look like shame. Sound like shaming to me. <laughs> okay, see, Wait, see, like, see, do I come on? Like I'm saying, yeah. do I come on this platform worried about you what people do for a living when I can talk? Like, seriously, man. Uh, Kev, let's let him finish his point and then we'll let you. All right, all right, all right, cool. So, so here, here, here's here's an example of what we have. When you notice, and I want you guys to start taking more notice, you two ladies. When it's the dudes who are really tackling life and successful, 
You'll know, I don't care if it's rude, I don't care if it, most Thai city, most dudes who are really tacking in life don't have a bunch of issues to complain about because they out here tackling life on the regular. The only people who got stuff to complain about is just like the example of shaming. The, the, the dudes who are barely making it appear to be the only ones who have these issues. And dudes who are out here really making changes, they're too busy to worry about half of this crap. So shaming language is just some little cop-out people use when they don't like the challenges that are going on in life. I don't like half the stuff that goes on. I don't like half the stuff that goes on against black sons. But guess what? Dudes have balls and they're supposed to rise above it, be more calculated and dominate those, those challenges, not beg for those challenges to give them a fair shake. And I think that's what's really killing these dudes. So when a lot of dudes and here's my last thing, I'm going to give up the mic. So when a lot of these dudes come up talking as if they're they understand what the classism, middle class and upper class are doing, they really don't. You got a bunch of dudes here who are taxi drivers, barbers, mm-hmm. low level bullshit. Yet they talk as if they can, as if they should be included. You know with all now I'll you give. Know no, um, and, and let me just kind of stop you there because I think it's a terrible thing, um, for a man that's going out and earning his money. He's not destroying the community. Um, he's earning his keep. I think it's a terrible thing for us as a people to uh, talk against that because if he's actually out earning his money, like he's earning his money, um, as long as he's doing what he's supposed to be doing, I, I don't get me wrong. I feel like um, most men should have high, high aspirations, but if they're going out earning their money the legal way, I really don't think we should talk against that. I'm glad you said that. The only problem is the same people that you allow this earning your money label, they're the same ones causing the strife. There's the same ones speaking in negativity against the black community. There's the same ones sitting up there uh, uh, doing the dirt that they're doing. So you you got a two-edged foe. Yeah, I'm glad you're able to give them a voice to do what they do. But also, those are the same knuckleheads that's sitting up here damaging the strength of the community as a whole, saying we don't want to protect it, we don't want to rebuild it. We so you so you're getting a double-edged sword by doing that. But let me let the man talk so I can back up. Okay. Kev, did you want to add something? No, nah, um uh, uh I want to know how well Mr. Research knows any of these people he's talking about. Sounds like a bunch of assumptions. Like, you know, I come to a platform like this, not giving a damn about what anybody does or living, not not giving a damn about any of that. If they got a good word to give, let them give that word. It's like all these qualifiers that this man right here is laying out. I don't know. It sounds a little personal to me. (laughs) You know, I don't come on here to insult anyone. I don't come up here to insult what anyone is doing with themselves. If they got the nerve to get up here and speak in front of people, that's some good shit. If they black and they want to sit up there and give their part, that's good shit. I don't give a damn what you do for a living. I don't give a damn how much money you got. That's irrelevant. Period. So as long as so I'm like, like, as long as I'm not doing anything illegal, bro, 
fuck anybody got to do with that. I mean, shit, I don't start out trying to teach and then what you doing? You insulting folks, and you don't know a damn thing about So I'm glad we having this topic. Let, no. let, let me answer. Let me answer. I'm, I'm glad we having this 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 discussion. Let's be logical. What do I know about some of these people? I've been around since 07, done have five or six channels. I know the backgrounds of most dudes on here. I just don't sit up here and explode. You got to understand, we have talked behind the scenes for years since I've been here, 2007, brotherhood okay. lessons, manhood lessons. No, I want to just answer your question. Alpha Male Wisdom, which had 42,000 subscribers, I've been here for a minute. So I know I've talked to people on their home phone. So I know how things really get down. As far as the topic, my brother, the only thing I'm suggesting is we as black people got to start talking in a sense of power and like warriors, because guess what? Five years, these Pakistanis going to be kicking these black women out of these jobs and these dudes already, most of them homeless, they're going to be kicked out as well. If we don't start having powerful conversations on this topic that these two ladies have put together, we're going to sit up here and let the underachievers still have a voice as if they're achieving. So when you ask, what does it have to do with 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 uh, uh, what type of job you as a as an adult, we got to start tackling our own lives and we got to and when we get on these microphones, you got to come as a person who has at least dominated your life, not sitting out, you know what I'm saying, barely making it. And, and, and you're kind of saying stuff that's misleading the public as a whole. Now, you have a right to do it. But what's going to end up happening is the group is going to continue to be weak. It's going to continue not being able to compete. And we're going to keep dragging the, the people who are doing just enough along just because we love them as black people. The time is for men to be warriors and defeat some of these other people for the sake of their sons and daughters, if nothing else. And that's not really happening. That's why I, that's why I said what I was saying. Sounds great on paper, sir. But if you want me to respect something you're saying, you're going to have to give me some names of who these people are. Like, I hear that shit all the time. I hear these guys doing this, these guys doing that. Who are these guys? You, 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 you <laughs> like, know what? Like, 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 you talk, like, you're talking about, like, you're talking about wait, wait, some wait, wait. shit that you've done in the you. past. Let me but answer you. No, 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 no. Oh, you don't want an answer. Okay. No, no, no. I want, I want answers. Trust me. But you talking about some shit you did like nine, ten years ago. We talking about now. Everybody gets in this conversation. Not just people like you. And that's what you're implying, that you know what you're talking about. So you asked me, how do I know these people? I think I just qualified that. Now you're saying that no, no, you don't no, like, no, you talk, no, you don't no, like no, the no. nine you said on here all these, no, You made all these glaring assumptions about these guys on YouTube. Just say some general bullshit. Just how is it a glaring up. assumption? Explain how it's a glaring assumption. I mean, it's a grand assumption. Look at all your comments in the chat for anybody who was reading. Who's talking about this? You YouTube guy, guy. Come, come on, guys. Come on, this come is on. Me and you. How is it come a glaring assumption? Is it? How is it a glaring assumption? Mr. Wolf, Reese, can you hear me? So, 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 so here's the thing, Kev. Uh, what, you saying, what you no, no, we hear you. We hear you. What what you saying, Kev, is not logical. You keep deferring to the no, chat. No, 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 no. What I'm saying you keep, is logical. You don't know a fucking thing about all that. Kev, you keep repeating yeah. the same thing. Don't repeat your statement 17 times. 
I mean, shit, you, if, if you act like you fucking listening, I wouldn't have to. No, you're just trying to no, drown you, out you, the conversation from moving no, forward. Okay, whatever, dude. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, I go yeah, home. Yeah, I go home. Mute. You got. I go home. Mute, guy. Okay. So anyway, like I said, Kev, the qualifiers that you didn't like the nine years. This is an adult conversation. The qualifiers you didn't like about nine years was what you asked me for. How do I know? I've talked to him behind the scene. I got the phone numbers of half these dudes. Let's use Hardcore Tito, okay, for example. but I mean, like, a lot of these dudes are new. They haven't been around for as long as you have. I'm trying to qualify for you. I'm quite sure you know who Hardcore Tito I mean, is, right? I mean, you don't qualify. Look, what, what qualify you to be on YouTube? Having a voice. Having a fucking voice. Okay, you don't want to have a conversation. You want to deflect. I mean, ahead, I ahead. mean, no, nah, I ain't deflecting shit. Okay, so why don't we let Chaos get in there? He was trying to get in. Chaos, did you have something to add regarding the topic? Chaos? Boy, Chaos. Okay. He, I swear, he do that every time. What about Mr. Marrying Man? Well, hey, um, ladies. Maybe he has something hey, to add to the topic. Man. Hey, ladies, how y'all doing? Fan freaking tastic. <laughs> good, good. Hey, I just got to give you a quick talk. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, all these cats like to come hang out with y'all because y'all both real lovely. You know that, right? Thank you. <laughs> so, because y'all both attractive, you got pictures up there. Guys want to come hang out. Hell, that's why I want to come hang out. So, I'm not going to lie. I'm probably so, going to be around. So, real quick. <laughs> Real quick, because uh, I'm not gonna hang out. I'm gonna hang out for about another 15, 20 minutes. But I love it that I think I think this is the first time I've heard sisters actually qualify what you're talking about. So we, you know, when uh, when C Rose said maybe we should, you know, say what we think, you know, a middle of the road or, or this guy in the middle is. It's the first time I've heard in uh, the two years that I've been kind of. You know, coming back and forth to YouTube, it's the very first time I've heard sisters actually qualify the type of guy you're talking about. And in the end, you describe me to a T. You describe me perfectly. Hey, uh, Mr. Research, I don't mind saying what I do, man. I don't mind saying how much money I make. Hey, I work. Hey, I'm, I'm here in Auburn, Alabama. I work for a German manufacturer, well, the only German manufacturer in Auburn. That makes the alloy rims for Audi, BMW, Mercedes, Nissan, Ford, Volvo, Volkswagen. So that's what I do. I make $18.46 an hour. Multiply that by two. You know what I make in a year. Multiply it by 40, then times 52. You know what I make in a year. Because I you think I remember you, brother. Aren't you from Oakland? I'm from Oakland. Well, I'm from San Francisco. Yeah, I remember you. I remember yeah. we, you, you and I have talked before on another channel. You're from Oakland. I remember you. I'm from the yeah. town as well. Yeah, so I'm from the Fillmore, San Francisco, man. So yeah, I'm from West Oakland. Okay, yeah. So so you know, with a little bit of overtime here and there, I could push forty thousand a year. So I live alone in a three bedroom house. You know, two bedroom bathroom, three bedroom, two bath house, and I entertain women like crazy. I love women. <laughs> women love me. So you know, Mr. Marion, Mr. Marion, man, man. I thought you were married. Well, I am. Well, well. I'm I'm on I'm on paper. I'm officially married, but my wife and I are separated. She went back. Oh, okay. She she went back to her homeland. She doesn't want to come back to the U.S. And you know because life is pretty good for me, I'm not trying to relocate back to Europe just now. So. Well, I have a question for you, Mr. Marrying Man. 
And maybe I missed this because I had to go out because I couldn't hear you. But do you think that the middle of the road guy is underrepresented and we don't talk about the, you know, okay, the guys? So, and that's the only problem with what I had. So um, I'm, they, you you guys described me to a T. Hey, you know, uh, I'm high school. I, I graduated high school with a 2.8 because I was a, you know, I was a jock. I was an athlete. You know, I was a ladies man. I hung out with the bangers and, you know, the, the goss, you know, I hung out with everybody. So I was that cool cat that everybody wanted to be down with that road solo. Two years in university, half a year at Arkansas. I was an Arkansas Razorback for half a year. Then in Arlington, you know, Texas, Dallas, DFW area, Arlington University for a year. Then on the West Coast, you know, so for half a year. So two years in university. So I wouldn't consider myself an educated brother, but I got some formal secondary education. You know, so when you guys talk about uh, you get like, I, you know, I heard you guys referring to a couple of guys here on here as educated lambs. Now, those cats are not educated lambs. They're just well read lambs, period. You know, so an educated yeah. lame is somebody that that's actually got an education that's just laying right. on top of it. You know, so I love that you guys point out, point that out. But, we're, we're so like I said, so, so I'm that. So, oh. so, so, so I'm that blue collar guy that you were talking about, that guy that was in the military, that guy that, you know, has a CDL that drove trucks. I'm all that. Everything you described, I'm him. I'm that guy, that guy that's been married three times. Like I said, I love women and women love me, you know, so, so, uh, there you have it. You know, so I didn't get all the holes though. Cause, cause I don't fuck with holes. You know? I like, I like my ladies to be kind of, you know, not familiar with a lot of guys. So all the women that I get, tend to be and had one or two guys in their lives, you know, so I don't fuck with whole. So anyway, well, so my so the only issue the with what you said. What's that, babe? You'd be perfect for the nation of Islam. No, no, I I can't I, I, I kick it with people in Mella, you recruit. Nah, I'm a little too radical for the nation of Islam. But zero. So the only thing the, the only thing that the only issue that I had is I don't mm -hmm. have anything in common. I don't have anything in common with Pookie. Pookie is typically a drug user. Pookie, a, Pookie, a weedhead or a dope addict. You know, he crack, you know, smoke, right. crack. Ray Ray, Ray Ray is typically your drug pusher or your little gang banger. Well, movie. what I was saying was not and necessarily then, that you have on, anything in common. Hold on, and then your educated lame is just that your educated lame, baby girl. I ain't got nothing in common with either three of those guys. I'm so but I was saying you could relate to hood guy because a lot of times they come from the hood when you think of like the working class man. They oh, come I got from you. The hood okay. So they can relate. Right. Okay. Because I'm I'm so far on the outside of what those three guys are. I ain't got shit in common with with either one of them. You know. So I'm not in the middle of them at all. I ain't got nothing in common with. Them. So cats like me, okay. working brothers out here, the blue collar brothers that are out here doing it and doing it and doing it well and kicking it with beautiful women like you, ladies. <laughs> ain't, got shit coming with, ain't got shit in common with them, okay? So, yeah, so we're not in the middle. So, that, so, that, so that's all I came to say is we're not in the middle of them. Your man, I, I bet you if you ask your man right now, hey, are you in the middle of Pookie, Ray Ray, and educated? He'll be, hell no. Well, yeah, I mean, my, he's mine's is educated, but I don't, you know, I get what you're saying. Right. So, that, so, that, so that's all I input. came to say, you know. So, but I love what y'all do. And like I said, you know, it's, it's, it's good to see two attractive sisters doing something different <laughs> on YouTube than what everybody else is on YouTube doing, you know. So, and I've been wanting to tell y'all that for a while now. Thank you. Thank you so much oh, for the and, comment. Uh, and friend, and friend, 
I'm gonna be in I'm gonna be in Ocean Springs next. Well, this Friday is my, my 53rd birthday. So oh, happy birthday. So, so so I'll be in Stone Mountain in a hotel this Friday with a beautiful sister. And then <laughs> next then next Friday, the, 20, the 21st, next Friday, I'll be in Ocean Springs in a hotel with another chocolate sister. Getting ready to turn up for uh, <laughs> I guess that's my point is that cats who are doing it, they they really don't the fall. In, in those, they really don't fall in those lesser cat categories. So it's like you get people who always talk for men, but we're kind of separated by those who are advancing and those who are just standing still. That was my only point. And I think Marion man kind of came in and said that. Right, on, right. So, ladies, I just want to come uh, in. And Thank you, marrying man. Thank you, marrying man. And Fran, hey, and Fran, if you want to come hang out with us, you're welcome to. I right? um, no, I will not be coming to hang out. It's not no free party. It's not no friend. It's not no free party, baby. It's just the it's way just, you said it, it did kind of come off like you know, you were inviting yeah, her to have a little fun. <laughs> nah, 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 it's just gonna be some salacious. Have a that is a three-point shot. Salacious, <laughs> salacious. So I just had to put it out there, baby. I had to put it out there. But your oh, radical self. You. <laughs> Who is that? Who's that saying that? Mella. Okay. <laughs> Hi. Y'all are killing me. <laughs> Three-pointer, one hand. Oh, goodness. Just oh, let me know when it's my time. Just let me know. No, oh, go ahead, <laughs> peace be on. A peace be upon you and everyone in the chat, especially the host and panelists. Um, I came up here only to say this. There aren't any good brothers being represented in equal numbers compared to the poor-minded brothers that are represented in this thing called Black YouTube. It's more oftentimes than not, you're finding, you know, some of us are finding that they aren't to be taken seriously. And as a woman, you want men who you could take seriously, you know, not men who, you know, spaz out and have uh, a blast of um, of insults and then they turn around and play it for their boys and they're laughing at all the, you know, the little scores, you know, they, they're counting all the damn pot shots they took, you know, that, that's not what men do, not actual men. You know, that that's a that's a playground boyhood mentality, you know, and it's entertaining. Don't get me wrong. It's very entertaining because growing up on American television, that's pretty much what was provided. So it's kind of hard to break away from, you know, wanting that occasionally. But it's not, you know, it it, it ought not be a representation of a lot of these brothers which I will not accuse of being raised by single mothers that's their own personal business I am sniffing out people that were babysat by television though I'm sniffing that out 
very hard. Every time I turn around, somebody is referencing a TV show, somebody's referencing a movie, somebody's talking about um they're they're not getting to the heart of the matter in an intellectual way. So if the question is, are Pookies and Ray Rays being put out front versus intellectual black men? I would say yes. It's difficult to find intellectual black men on YouTube. And I will also say that this is a public service announcement, if I may. Um, um, the Nation of Islam is celebrating over 80 years of service and counting. And this February, from the 21st through the 23rd in Detroit, Michigan, is the National Convention of Savior's Day. Um, so that's all I had to come up here and say to contribute to you well, lovely you. ladies. And I appreciate your time. As thank always. you, Mella. I do want to say something regarding what Mella just said. Um, I actually find that there are a plethora of extremely intelligent black men in this space. Are a lot of them uncouth and maybe unrefined and, you know, they don't mince their words um, at, at all. Like, I, I would probably say that, but like, there's not a lack of intellect in this space. There are very, some no. very intelligent brothers um, in this space. Very would you well, say it's of equal measure? It, would you say that the population is equal? Um, intelligent brothers versus what exactly are we, what because are we that was my point. Yeah, that was my point. Like the entire population of those men who would contribute uploads or live streams. Mm -hmm. I, I think that uh, there's a um, large number of intelligent men. I think that there's also a large number of trolls and or people who feed off of whatever energy is being put out there too. Okay, because I think right, there are very large. All right, Mello, have a good one, honey. What were you saying, Danny? You think what? I think there are a lot in the space. And so, um, yeah, absolutely. And so I think that they are probably intelligent on different, um, in different aspects, but I don't really seem, I don't think I come in, in contact with a lot of dummies, so to speak. No, I mean, either the rude, rude um, guys or narcissistic guys or <laughs> guys who just, you know, aren't refined in any way. Yes. But um, lack of intellect. I don't I come across. I mean, I generally always learn something no matter what panel I'm listening to from the brothers. I have to keep it real. Yes. They're, you know, they're I think, smart men. I, I think there are a lot of smart brothers and they're there and every voice counts. You know what I'm saying? So going back to the earlier conversation, every voice does count. It's just that we got to beware sometimes. Some of us, um, we have this group fetish thing that we're willing to say things just to to get hand claps. You know what I'm saying? From 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 other people that don't necessarily move us forward. And And we got to be honest, a lot of us male and female, we're over the age of 25, 28. And some of us are are unwilling to talk about being that higher echelon. So when you guys make this title about Pookies and Ray Rays and what have you, we're, we're also really talking about people who are not elevated. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Mr. Marion Man, if you don't get your ass down with these pictures that you posting up, I thought I was seeing a cow at first and I just realized what I was looking at. 
Oh, no. oh wow. Me land on cleavage, baby. You don't see anything. Oh my God. <laughs> you don't see anything with kids, baby. What's wrong? Right? I wasn't even looking that deep. But... Oh That's it. What, what y'all doing over here, Danny? <laughs> Girl, look at Mr. Marion's me. Oh my God. I get change your icon, brother. Change your I'll, icon. I'll, change, I'll change it for you, though, baby. I'll change it. Wow. It is the desert and everybody looking for water. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I was saying that, uh, you know, I, I think everybody has a voice, you know, but I just, my whole thing is we, we got to push this this group forward because what, what I'm warning people about is some of some of the Pookie and, and, and Ray Ray conversations have lasted for way too long. It's not 1986 no more. And and the and the mature people need to start stepping up to yeah. elevate us to a higher level. Uh, I agree, uh, Mr. Research. And you did see the topic of our like we're 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 trying to move away from talking about Pookie and Ray Ray and we're just making note of the fact that there's more than two um, categories that we can place black men into. And and, and that's why I came and said about career. That's why I came and said about careers. It wasn't really to diminish or shame nobody. It's just that, as always, when I come on you guys' platform, I say the same thing. The great classification, or I mean, classism separation is happening amongst Black people. The people who are achieving versus the people who have been too comfortable standing still. And the problem is, as these other groups come in in our communities to attack the people who are standing still, they're reaching out to the people who are advancing, like, come back down here and help me. I'm black too. We can't keep doing that. And as it relates to men, me, me being one who been in the hood, done dirt, we got to elevate. We can't be on the block forever. And if they come in and hit you with a stop and frisk, maybe you've been on the block too long. Maybe but you, you should be able to, really have to be on the block to be a middle, uh, a middle type of man. What do you think about that, uh, Mr. Research? You, you don't have to be on the block to be a middle type of man, but there is a danger, as I have seen it, state to state, where the man gets too comfortable standing still. You know, I've seen that, too. The, from what from my experience, generally, the working class man realizes that you know, the hood is a trap, so to speak. So most of them that I've seen are trying to move away and or have moved away. But the reason I say they can relate is because most of them generally still have some ties to the hood, whether it's their cousin or grandma house in the hood or their friends from the hood. So then when they go back to the hood, they still risk, you know, being arrested just, you know, because they're at the wrong place at the wrong time or, or something else worse happening to them. Hey, Mr. Research. Okay. Um, this is, hey, does, does, does this, well, you, you're saying that we're being separated by classes and such, right? There's this, this great separation. That's happening right now. Yeah, that's happening. Okay, so what we're, people are divided enough. I mean, then to talk about more and more separation. Yeah, but, 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 but what you're suggesting is don't talk about it. Just, 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 as it happens, no, let it happen. Just, 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 just,
No, what I was saying was it just I wasn't saying don't talk about it or let's not talk about it. What I'm saying is we're divided enough. You're talking what you're talking about is happening is more separation. That just doesn't seem to make any sense in our so-called current state. But, you know, are you okay, talking about but, classes uh, like the do what, what classes are you talking about? You know, I want to learn some stuff. Yeah, I just want to understand. It, it sounds like an oxymoron if you're saying that uh, what I'm saying is uh, and, and we're divided enough. It's, it kind it sounds like a little conundrum and I'm kind of confused. So oh, what I'm saying is actually. Uh, OK, well, well, ladies, maybe you can help me out. I don't understand what he's talking about. Okay, well, I said it in plain English. It just sounds like more separation. You're talking about dividing each other by classes. Sounds mm -hmm. like to me, it's like you want to take your little ball and run. I mean, what, what, what usually when people talk about uplifting the black community and getting it back where it needs to be, we're talking about unity and the rebuilding of family. It doesn't sound like to me that you're talking about that. I mean, you know, all the money in the world, there's still some things you can't accomplish. And, okay. you know, you can't put you can't put down other people for wanting that just okay. because you're, oh, I see what you're saying. OK, so you believe by me saying that that I'm saying that's what we're doing. OK, I so mean, I mean, you've been you've been a bit condescending in the chat and on the panel. I just want to let you know well, that labeling me. I understand. I, I, I get it. Say what? I, I said labeling me as con condescending. I understand. Uh -huh. I get it. Sometimes what happens is that. When people have an alternative or different way of thinking, it isn't to uh, say it doesn't that. have anything to do with that. You were being condescending. You were literally okay. being condescending. No label, no different label. way of thinking. I will accept your uh, label. What you're I'm trying, trying to, to no, no, what you're trying to do is no, okay. what you're trying to do is you're trying to say by another way of thinking that you're trying to imply that you're somehow elevated because you've been saying that the entire time. You know. So that's what I'm okay. saying. But Let I'm me saying add a caveat to it, and maybe, um, and then I'm sorry, Mr. Research. I just wanted to add this really quick for um, the people listening. Um, there is great value in men that are in the middle of the road or working class men who aren't at the top level. I mean, everybody can't be at the top. In addition, you know, um, I think that that's the overwhelming majority of our population. Um, there, you know, is great value in a hardworking man who's working hard to ensure that his family is taken care of and, you know, um, that they have the things that they need. And um, I don't want us to miss that point. But another thing that I'm kind of looking at is that um, and with, with what Mr. Research is saying, and this is what I'm taking it as what he's saying. Um, being that black people are at the lowest percentage of wealth in the country, in the world, actually, we're at the lowest percentage of wealth in the world. He's saying that, and this is what I'm thinking he's saying, may not be verbatim, but if we're at the lowest percentage in the world and we're steadily working like the um, middleman jobs, it's not going to increase our wealth as a whole by us being the workers as opposed to us owning things. And he's saying that a lot of men um, get stagnant when they do work um, middle of the road jobs because I, I, I actually think that that's 
partially true that a lot of I understand that, but not everybody's a, a, a owner, you know, uh, not everybody's an, a meant to be an owner. Not everybody like there, there, there's a certain mindset that you have to have to be an, a, a, an owner and to be productive and to ensure that your business is flourishing and you leave a lasting legacy um, for years to come. You know, not everybody has that. And if everybody is an owner, then there aren't anyone in positions to work either. I think he's saying get the Mexicans, but they're... <laughs> well, you know, see, see, Rose, you will agree anybody can be an assistant manager, right? Anybody can go be, be an assistant manager. They got assistant manager jobs everywhere. Yeah, true. Okay. So all I'm saying is that I understand what Kev is saying, it, but, but, it, but it comes across to me like don't even bring that to the argument. Because, uh, I only, that wasn't because I only want to control you in saying only this. And oh, only yeah, this is allowed in the conversation. So 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 it, it's like it's like I wanna I wanna meet you in the middle on that, Kev. It's just that when it comes to this topic, my concern is for what I personally see coming with these other groups. And what's oh, okay? Let me let, let me let me ask everybody this because I'm, I'm gonna take myself as possibly being wrong. Okay, so let me take oh. the argument if Kev is right and I'm wrong. What okay. are we able to do as people who are not Pookies and Ray Rays to help when Pakistanis, Indians, Latin Latin supremacy takes place and pushes I, these Pookies I, and Ray Rays? out of jobs and, and into homelessness. We can, can do John, need to ensure that we are, we are, to be black, or, or, are we to be black then and and, and no. risk? Okay. We do, but you have a good point. We need to be prepared for, you know, what's coming down the pipeline. And we need to, you know, we understand that technology is the wave. So, you know, we do need to take advantage of some of these programs that are offering coding skills and, you know, things that will be viable for us in the future. So I understand that. Um, there was somebody trying to chime in. Who was yeah, yeah, can I, yeah, yeah, can I oh. chime in real quick? Oh, go ahead, Tedros. Yeah, um... So, you know, I, I've heard Mr. Research make his point and, you know, Mr. Uh, Kev, BM. I mean, I understand the concern about shaming careers and all this. You know, not everyone can be professionals earning 100000 Okay, I, I get that. Um, but I, I don't think Mr. Research is coming uh, at it from a perspective of shaming jobs. I mean, but at the same time, yes, you do have to have a certain... There are qualifiers, yes, to say, hey, look, I, I, I want to contribute to the conversation. I want to contribute to solutions, et cetera, and so forth. Yes, there's a certain qualification you should have. Is it necessarily just a job? I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say you have to make a certain amount of money. But, you know, what what have you accomplished in life? Uh, and, it's, and, and we're not going to know that. We're not going to know that. We, we all hear kind of anon anonymously. But at the same time, yes, there is a certain there is a certain shame. I'm sorry. Was somebody trying to say something? No, 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 oh, no, 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 no. Here, okay. Here's what you was missing. I was basically I was no. addressing Mr. Research on what he was saying in the chat about most YouTube dudes. Everybody forgot that. Most YouTube dudes doing this, most YouTube dudes doing that. And then I asked him, how does he know? Most of and these I guys are new. Him. And that's how it yeah, and that's how the conversation snowballed. And I did say it sounded like shaming to me. I mean, it it, it kind of did because 
And the main reason why I even said any of that is because some of us don't like what some of these people are saying. And we want to find a way to get around what some of these folks are saying. So we speak language like that. Okay. Uh, but let, let, at, let the, same, look, at the same time, at the same time, we're also having this talk, topic about, okay, the Pookies and the Ray Rays versus the educated lanes, but we're never talking about the middle of the road guys. That's what this conversation is really supposed to be about. This is what this, yeah, you know. But that's so, what I am talking about. It's just that it's just that you don't you don't see the connection, and I and and I get it. But I'm talking about levels of of behavior, which is what Pookies, Ray Rays, educated lanes are. They're levels of behavior for men. What what oh, did okay. you what did you think Pookies, Ray Rays, and and educated lanes were? I mean, I know what the I know those archetypes. I mean, I know well, how just they're explain defined. it to me because I, I I may I maybe I got it wrong. So what what well, are the they? The and the Ray Ray's, look, the Pookie and the Ray Ray is a troublemaker. The educated lane is a guy who basically feels like his education should get him things his personality should you know should be getting him. So that those are my definitions of those. What about the Pookies and the Ray Rays? I said What's the Pookies. Well, the Pookies and the Ray Rays are the compromise men. You know, they're they're the guys with no ambition. They're they're easy to control. Uh, they they don't keep a job, uh, but they're somehow they always be able to come baby fathers. And people when some when people say that kind of stuff, then that's when they come at the other guys saying, "You just man, because you ain't getting no pussy." And these guys are. That's what I see. Okay, so the core. Right, I see what's going on here. All right, I see. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, top cats. Go ahead. Right, what's up with the research? Now, goddamn, you how you doing, Queen? How you doing, Miss Rose? Uh, what's up, Miss Fran? Hello. <laughs> Y'all got this damn fool BMT. Oh, up boy, George. See, hi. Hi. Now, I see the dude, Kev. I thought he had a point, right? Then he come out here with this uh, Pookie Ray Ray shit and niggas. Baby I mean, I was asked a question. I was asked a question. I was asking. Right, well, more than let me go on. I'm gonna listen a little more. Than. So, no, 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 so, I was done. So, 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 here's the thing here, here, here's the correlation. The reason I came in talking about my personal YouTube experience, which I have a right to do, is that, I, is that I was trying to make the correlation between the topic and the leveling of brothers. And how a lot of us in this space, as the ladies were saying, because I listened to what they were saying. They come in speaking as if they have achieved beyond a pookie, beyond a Ray Ray, and they're able to speak on any other type of level. And what I'm saying is a lot of times it's disingenuous if we're really trying to move forward for people oh, to come in and say, has a point. I've done X, Y, Z. Yeah, I, I agree with this. I agree with this. That's all I, I was agree saying. With this. I agree with that. So, Mr. Research, okay, let me ask you this. Are you saying that, um, okay, like with the people that are in the middle of the road, do you think that they don't have enough ambition? And do you think that they should gain ambition um, from being in the middle of the road? I'm saying the people in the middle of the road have have a one foot in, one foot out thing. Like, you, you, it's hard to define the middle of the road people because some of them are protected depending on 
where they had family structure or what they do. But then there's some of them that are not. And all I'm saying is that whether all this time on YouTube, I've seen us go from prosperous before 2005 to a lot of homelessness to double the homelessness to black black people living up on the bridge, not white people, Asian people, Indian people. And what's unique about your topic today on these levels as it relates to men, my fear is that what your ladies and what you brothers may may find out is five, eight years later, you're going to see a lot of people who were middle of the road or below Pookies, Ray Rays, they're not going to be making it. But some of those are going to be the people who were speaking the most mm. back when. There's are one guy. Know? Here's my last point. There's one mm-hmm. guy, because somebody wanted me to name a person. There's one guy, Hardcore Tito. Hardcore Tito had a huge little following until we all found out he raped a 13-year-old. Yeah, yeah, that did happen. Well, that's a that's a whole new dimension right there. No, 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 no. This goes to people speaking on the mic and have not dominated their own life. A pookie trying to pretend he's educated or can speak on educated terms. You got you got an issue. And then we let that slide, and then we found later because somebody doxed him. I don't approve of doxing, but found out later he had a second charge. Beating a woman at the same residence, he was arrested as a uh, as a, as a young uh, a young guy. So you're still at your mama's house. You 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 work at Swift Trucking in, in in Chicago, Indiana, whichever one. And 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 you're not elevating yourself as a dude. Well, I wasn't. Nobody shaming him by saying that. It's like, dude, go well, get well, your. I mean, like 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 you got the whole. You just added the whole woman beater rapist thing though. Like that, that right there is all the way different. Like it, he's a piece of shit at that point. And I, I don't care, sir. I mean, except for he shouldn't be in a position to harm anyone else. That's about it. So, okay. So you're, I, I believe, uh, what's up, Concrete? What's up, um, George? So y'all talking about the middleman, right? Which I, I pretty much, I am the middle guy because I run the middleman channels. Where God I damn, nigga, but shit. If BMC the middle, man, I don't know what the hell that is. You already know, dog. I thought I had a pretty good man, dog. Listen, dog, they did. Well, hey, I saw the smile come on my face when they did the middle. But hold on, but let's be for real. Don't you? Look at this. Talk at Look at this. I showcase black family. I showcase my involvement in the school system. I showcase black businesses, stuff like that, of uh, being in the community. You feel me? But I don't. I understand there's different narratives of people trying to make it. Like I'll show brothers at the car wash who can't get a job. You feel me? But I understand they're like, damn, I need help. Okay, let me go to the temp agency. You know what I'm saying? And show you how to fill out this uh, resume at the at the resource one. You feel? Or I don't mind. Talking with so, I just now finished talking with this brother who has uh three barbershops and a nail and a, and a and a hair and nail salon. You feel me? BMT, so, that's you showcasing the middleman. That doesn't mean that you're no, a middle of the road guy. Oh, I am the middle of the road guy, but I want to show because see, there's not enough of me being showcased. There's not enough of how many black cha- how many black channels do you know where the man and his wife get on and they start talking about stuff going on in the family? Yeah, but you run several businesses. That's not really oh. like. 
Let me just let me just have the middle man. Come on, just give me that. Come on, man. <laughs> Whatever. Let me, let me be the middle man. But the thing about it is, the thing about it is, we need. I don't think the middle guy. After like last year, it was kind of like I was watching a lot of guys who like, listen, man, like, yeah, I made some mistakes and I went to juvie, but I turned it around. Or some guys who like, yeah, I went to college, but I got a girl pregnant. Does that make me a pookie? You feel what I'm saying? So a lot of guys were feeling like they were getting boxed in and mm. put into labels of, damn, like I make more mistake or if I do this, then I can get put into this label. And I'm like, nah, man, like. Yeah, you made a bump, but that's it happens as being a man. That don't make it, that don't mean that god dang it, y'all women and children talk too damn much. But um that don't mean that that's what we are. And I think like I'm I understand that as a middle man, I probably ain't gonna make I I ain't as a middle man, the whole point of us is to get our children or our people to the next level. I get it that I might be the stepping stone like my father was to getting my next generation to the next level. Because I, what my works I do are gonna go, go go unseen. Like the guy who was the stepdaddy and we all shamed the stepdaddy, but the stepdaddy was the middleman to getting that boy either into school mm -hmm. or to better his life. So we yeah. see, I, I mean, but I, I mean, it is what it is, but like we see these guys, the guy at the barbershop or the guy who don't got kids, but he's a little league football coach keeping these boys straight. Those are the middle guys that we overlook. Like, oh, well, shit, why are you doing all that? You don't have to do that. But those guys are necessary. Like, they're the, they're the silent people in the community that make the moves that we need them to do. And they, they inspire and teach the fundamentals of, hey, man, like, you can better yourself and get out of here where I can't. Like, I have brothers tell mm -hmm. me, you don't have to be here. I have women tell me, hey, don't mess with them girls over there. Well, hold on. How you gonna tell me that? You got three girls. Listen, fool. I'm trying to tell you, don't mess with my sister. You feel what I'm mm. saying? Those are the type of middle people or the silent whisperers that tell... You've had one of them in your life that come across and probably try to tell you something because mm. they either made that mistake or they're doing it and they're trying yeah. to put you on to stepping out of that lane and possibly making either a better choice or probably saying, hey, like, it's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like, you got a chance to choose. And so mm -hmm. the middle guy, there's not that really much of channels because people look for either, we're more so now in this in this age of more so of streams. Either you straight pro-black or mm -hmm. you're non-pro-black. But then again, there's some people who are like, listen, I'm neither. I just live in this community. I'm just paying my tithes. I don't got nothing against black people, but I'm not participating in the fuckery. But I'm also for if something bad happens to my community, I do give a shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. well, you know, well, you brought up a good point, BMT, because go ahead. I'm sorry. I just I'll say this really quick. Um, what BMT just said made me think about the fact that um, the way in which in this space educated lames are um, pedestalized, it almost leaves, leaves very room for error. I, I refuse to believe that even all of the men in this space that consider themselves, quote unquote, educated lames have never made mistakes such as on, you know, maybe it, he may be an engineer, but he got someone pregnant in his first year of college or the way that they talk about them. It, it leaves little room for them to you know, little room for error on their side because they make them seem as though they're these perfect beings who do right. no wrong in the community. Okay. Uh, basic, basic human error. 
Yeah, right. I want to let Topcats in. Topcats, what you got, bro? Uh, peace, 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 George. I, uh, man, I'm really confused now, Mama, because I jumped up here and I just thought I had middle of bills. I was gonna freestyle and tap into, but goddamn. <laughs> Uh, um, Mr. Oh, Research, I Research is the educated lame Kev uh, BMB. I don't know what he which side he was on. Goddamn, BMT <laughs> is the middle man, the coach is the middle man. Goddamn, I'm feeling left out. I think y'all gonna have to do another show. Goddamn, well, Top Cats, the middle man is like it's pretty, pretty wide and array of men that could fit into that category, though. That's what we were saying that not everybody is a hood guy or a Pookie and Ray Ray or an educated lane. Most black men will fit into that middle of the road category. Right, and but they I, give, me, give me some examples of the middle of the road guy because George told we me talked about, about so we talked about this at the beginning, but we said maybe guys who have um graduated high school who work maybe as a UPS driver and just take care of their family, maybe they live were raised in the hood, but they got their family out the hood, but they still have some attachments to the hood, like a cousin that lives in the hood, or your granny still lives in the hood, so you go back and forth, but then you also know men who have graduated from college, so you know, you're kind of just in the middle, you're a working class man. Well, my 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 sister, I grew up in the hood. I'm I was big homie, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? I'm still big homie. I push through, still got a lot of hood. But I, I don't I don't live out there, you know what I'm saying? I got my own uh, trucking company. Shit, I got uh foreign in the garage, nice vehicles and shit outside. You know, I got six bedrooms in my house and shit. But I y'all hear how I talk, I'm a damn fool. You understand me? I am, but I still know how to handle my business. I clean a lot of these niggas up when it come to information, uh, put their college degrees up. I mop the flow with that. That shit don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't never been to college or nothing. You know what I'm saying? True. But I, I had some experiences in my life. You feel me? I'm a grown man. I know what to do, what not to do. You know what I'm saying? I know how to handle myself. So, I, I mean, for this, I hear niggas hopping on this whole being married three times and all this shit, four, five times and shit. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been through no shit like that. You feel me? Uh, when it come to these females and that, I'm I'm uh, I'm, I'm black first on my issues. I, I'm a deal with a queen. If I'm gonna have kids, I want it with a black woman. I want to create a family with a black woman. I, I mean, I, I, shit, goddamn. But like I say, man, I don't know where I fit in. You know what I'm saying? But don't mean you talking on panel about your man. Don't ever be afraid to get with a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like we see how other niggas be on that extreme shit about black women. Me and you be saying like, hey, y'all. It ain't that bad. You're gonna have your bumps and bruises, but you, you can still move on and get to still get a female. I see oh, you I have the truth, I don't I, I really don't give a damn oh. who somebody fuck with. Cause I see a situation yeah. where people made motherfuckers happy that you know what I'm saying? If they happy in that situation, then more power to them. Now if you in a situation with if you putting up with shit from a a, a woman outside of your race, goddamn, and then you making excuses why you can't deal with them same goddamn issues with somebody who look like your mama that had your black ass, then that's why I have a problem with it. At, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> You're crazy ass nigga. Goddamn okay, Here's the thing, when when uh, when uh, Ip Moore started talking about this whole e educated lame thing, they was coming from a dating point of view when they were saying that for some women, they were saying just because he educated don't mean he's good. Just because he's he's advanced don't mean he's he 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 won't cheat. And so we they came up with this educated lame theory because they would hear women say he lame. Well, 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 what is your standard of achievement then as it relates to dating? Is 
are you trying to get dudes who have family mindsets? And and to uh, a top cast point, well, he got a business. He he got his own situation. As far as the dating thing, he would still be, be, be considered a lame to them because it don't matter if he's got all these quote unquote tropes. It's, it's like, forget that. That doesn't make him dating wise. So that's that's when they came up with it. And, and it got so popular because women who would come on the male panels back then when, when uh, BGS first started, they would continue that argument of, well, it don't matter if he's advanced. It don't matter if he's educated. And then the dudes was like, wait a minute, hold on. Your goal is to get a family guy, but you don't want a guy that's established? And that's where the confusion came in. I touched on this once before. I think that women are intimidated when a man has all of his stuff together. A lot of women, because of their own insecurities, they question as to what they bring or what what can they contribute if there's nothing you need from them. You know, because they feel like he has to need me in order for him to want to stay. You know, that comes from their own insecurity. So if you're an established black man and you have your own business, just the same as if you're a top executive at a a company, um, they they don't believe that they have enough. um, They don't believe in themselves enough to where you would want to be with them if you don't need them. And that's where the confusion came in. And then then, people... And then, and then people start talking about Pookie as it relates to the dude with the tank top. You know, all he really got is... Seconds of is what you were saying, man. Go, go ahead, B. Seconds of what you were saying. You cut out for like 10 seconds. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. And and so and so that's, that's when the Pookie came into play, that Pookie conversation, because it seemed like they were saying, okay, I'm going to take the dude that he got potential. Potential how? The dude can barely take care of himself. So people start calling him a pookie because it was like, okay, how are you going to take a pookie, a person who can make, who, who can't even really get the apartment on his own without help? Well, then we start talking about these uh, Ray Rays, people like myself who came from the streets, but they happen to be dabbled into making money and, and, and doing a couple of things. So we got street education and we got we, we, we got level of the game as a manager or what have you. We, we like half foot in, half foot out. And then that wasn't good enough. So that's how these conversations came to be because it was like it was a never ending every, nobody's good except for the pookie. The dude's struggling, he's great to have babies by. Huh? If you, don't want the, you don't want the architect? But then here's the guy five foot four brother can't find some some black women. And then he is picked up in his industry while going to an industry event as an architect. He gets picked up by a non-black female. Now he's a traitor. So then our conversation was like, why didn't you go after? Why, why is it in our community these dudes are able to get picked up and, 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 and other women see the value in the in the guy who is like Top Cat? Mm-hmm. But for some reason the women who complain they can't find a dude be like, nah, Top Cat got too much going on. He ain't gonna do what I tell him to do. Hey, and if she say that research, she, she absolutely 1,000% correct. You understand me? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't gonna put it in the fucker, but I ain't gonna do a goddamn thing that I don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, you made it, You the way you did it, you just broke that down, man, it, it, it made me understand 
it, it did bring some clarity to uh, how I was feeling about that situation, yeah. man. Because I always big on this, man. A lot of, because I, I, I got a lot of homegirls that look good, but they single. And the number one reason why they single is because uh, guys look at them, they'll be intimidated from their situation, maybe from what, what car they driving or their career or whatever. And they really don't be having time to bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it's going to be real, you're going to really have to. Sometimes you're gonna have to just be on it and be consistent mm -hmm. with this woman. I don't give every day and really you gotta really show her that you're interested, you know, because a lot of women really ain't got especially over 28 or 30, they ain't got time for no bullshit. They done already been there, done had they doing, and they looking for security in certain areas in their life, you know what I'm saying? So I understand that, but, um, but also deal with the area of the What's up, uh Joe? That was BMT with the background noise. But yeah, but yeah, that is working my damn nerves. Okay, let me say, um, I wanted to let me send a special shout out to Art New Style TV, um, for the Cash App. We really, really appreciate Thanks, We appreciate that. Okay, you know, Top Cat, you were saying some real stuff, but I do have a question. Now, I think that um, you, you were talking about men who, maybe like when we think about like successful brothers, um, shouldn't there be some understanding given to them as well from a woman's um, standpoint? I mean, yeah, you want this guy to court you, but if he's a successful executive or he's running his business or multiple businesses, then he's not going to have time to cake with you every day. He's not going to, you know, have time to... Um, be sitting up all night talking on the phone to you so there should be some under to you know the type of guy that you've chosen as well what you talking about c road if, no if he love him she will <laughs> wait a minute hey i'm gonna say this here too anything wait a minute, wait a minute. um i want to also give a special shout out to ash bunny for the $5 cash, ooh, I didn't mean to say the amount. For the cash app, we really, really, really appreciate the support. Thank, Thank you, dear. So, so what's, okay, so I got a question. Um, Hold on, BMT, she asked me a question. Let me get out, get this off, and you can back door me. I don't even know if you heard the question, but uh, she was just basically, no, that was a good point, though, you know what I'm saying? And this this my thing right here, man. I, I, I always feel like this here. You gotta fuck with somebody who's going in the same direction you going in, cause at the end of the day, it's gonna be a it's gonna be a partnership. You know what I'm saying? You can't fuck with nobody who a couple years behind you. I'm I'm talking about mentality or still growing or what research said this potential at a certain age that shit gotta stop. You gotta follow somebody who who going towards your uh journey, cause at the end of the day, it's all about you making this person better and that person making you better. You can't have a motherfucker holding you down. So I understand the time. So you are gonna have to need a woman who. Either she gonna have she gonna have a lot of time, be a home wife like a lot of women in that situation do be, but they get cheated on, and there be other shit come with that shit too. Or you could be in a situation where you have an independent woman. Most men on that scale, they don't date women in their same caliber and they same league. I don't understand that, but you know, I, I think it's about matching the person up, man, and that understanding is gonna come from experience though. Because some women out here, if you ain't answering the phone and you running two, three businesses, then you fucking another bitch. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be a different way. You got to fuck with somebody on your level. That's what they talk about when it's on your level, meaning they had the same experiences and they can see your vision and direction that you're going in if you want the shit to maintain and work. Top Cat, so you're talking about equally yoked. Mm. What you mm. mean? No, that's the definition of equally yoked. Right. Well, now it's, it's really on the understanding, you know what I'm saying? Because if I'm, if I'm busy, don't blow my fucking phone up. 
You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm yeah. going and I ain't cool again, don't be coming with no negative shit when I talk to you. So if you meaning like equal to yoke, I ain't saying like you matching bank accounts and all this kind of shit or you know what I'm saying? But most people who who uh quote unquote be certain status, they don't fuck with the same type of women on their status. That's why a lot of the dudes and uh, a lot of these conversations, I hear them be talking about how broke these hoes is and, uh, you know, these trifling behaviors these hoes have. I'm like, homie, the way I'm listening to you saying you living over there, what did you even do fucking with a bitch like that? Why are you even <laughs> messing with her? <laughs> All right. Okay. If she's allowing it, yeah. 16. We got yeah. Benjamin on here. Okay, um, everybody, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, what's that name? <laughs> <laughs> what's up, Benjamin? Keep up shit, the Sousa. That's his name. No, I bring the truth. You call me Benjamin, the truth, the Sousa. I bring the truth out of motherfuckers now. But no, oh, to, to speak to your topic, to speak to your topic, um, I kind of vacillated in between the bad boy and the, and the educated lane kind of guy, so I guess I can equal out to the middle of the road kind of guy but this is my um how you say um final analysis on the mating choices of black women they do choose compromised men to a to a certain degree they're not out here looking for the the hard-working blue-collar guy who's straight-laced they're not out here looking for the college student who is astute and about his studies and they do that because how they want it's, it's kind of it's like this like in a like if, if you join a gang like if a, if a person joins a gang and the gang requires said uh recruit to put in to smoke a op pack if you will to put in some work they want him to get his hand can't walk away from the gang so easily they'll send them out on another block smoke one of them and you in the gang they do that so he got his hands dirty. The black black women in general operate in the same way. They want a man to be um, compromised in, certain, in some manner so they can always pull his card at all times. They want him to be unemployed or they want him to have other baby mamas so they can quarrel with said baby mamas. They want him to be um, a philanderer about town. They want him to be derelict in some some capacity that way yeah that way they can always rule the roost and then if he tries to buck the system and tries to jockey for more power they can always pull his car but nigga you ain't even got no job i've been i've been i've been taking i've been paying all the bills in this motherfucker all you do is sit up here and play 2k all day but baby i'm 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 working on my mixtape. Nigga, damn your mixtape. Go get a job. But she chose this nigga because he was a mixtape rapper. You see what I'm saying? Mm. But he wrong for fucking with a mixtape. That tell you a lot about her. See, I can't fucking with this nigga. She was working with the brother. No, I have to say something. Go ahead, Dan. Um, I want to give a special shout out to Mr. Research. Um, for the cash app, we really, really, really appreciate the support. Keep it coming. Thank you, Mr. Research. I want to say this really quick and I'll shut up. Um, I, I, I think that the biggest factor of mate choice is, um, you know, your self-worth, like how, you, you know, how much um, you 
um, believe in yourself and how much esteem you have and, and confidence you have in yourself. I think that women who choose these crappy men have low self-worth. They don't have any, um, you know, value. Um, uh, they don't value themselves. And I think that that's the largest driving force. Yes, I think that those um, factors. Dr. Rose. That, go ahead. Dr. Rose, can I ask you a question? Yes. What is, what is the main reason why mothers tell their daughters to go to school and get an education? So they don't have to depend Ooh. on a man. Okay, okay. Can you repeat that? Just one more so time. So they don't have to depend on a man. So with that said, wouldn't it wouldn't said woman have in her mind to always be in a position to where she can leverage against a man? Would you agree with that? I think that I do think that that's part of it, but I don't think that it's the 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 major underlying factor. I think that the major underlying factor is, you know, her, her lack of belief in herself and who she is. But I do think that that's part of it. Yes. I mean, um, I mean, but but why would she not believe in herself when we have black girls rock and all and all of these other mm. programs I, I'm that tell install you all kind of. False uh, 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 there's so many factors that come mm -hmm. into why black women don't believe in themselves. That stuff is is all um, for show. That black girls rock and stuff. Black women aren't really believing that. Like black women are, are you know, now there's this whole campaign where, you know, black women are, are, are you know, promoting the self-love and, and self-awareness. But um, I think it's more for show. I think that black women like low, you know, and I'm specifically thinking about like low level black women, um, they don't have a lot of self-worth and they don't, and they think that if, if they don't have something that a man needs, that he's not going to stick around because they don't believe in themselves. Here's the problem though. And, and, and I, 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 I say to you and sister George, I'm quite sure I'm quite sure the brothers will agree. Top Cat made me think about it. We Women forget that we're looking at you as an investment. We're looking at you that bring coming into my circle that I've established, it's, it's a risk for me. And it has to be more than just your sexuality. When we deal with, like one of the ladies I deal with is a black woman from France. She makes good money never even comes up another lady and 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 the, and the girl from france is dark-skinned i prefer dark-skinned women but this other girl she's in san francisco she's super light-skinned but she's 40 and failing at life and it's like i really like this girl but i keep her on friend status because i'm like sweetheart we can't really date because at 40, you got a lot of stuff that you're still working on as if you're 26, and that's too dangerous for me. And Tomcat just made me think of that. Wait a minute, because I want to ask you a question in just a second. Um, I want to send a special shout out to Kenny Conjo for the Cash App. We really, really, really appreciate the support. Thank y'all. Thank so you, bro, much. Kenny. Thank y'all. Um, Mr. Research. Okay, so with the 40-year-old in San Francisco, right? Yes. Okay, you said she's failing at life. And in what sense would you say that she's failing at life? No, no, no real career destiny. This is the third remix of the of the career. She's in an overpriced uh condo that she's leasing slash renting. Um, she's driving a BMW. It just uh it just she told me last night that it just had uh, twenty five thousand dollars worth of problem, but she ain't really got her money to fix it. 
and you know her her job i had to encourage her to take a a higher position that that she was offered to get her money straight and and then she got family issues it's just a lot of inconsistencies for somebody like a top cat who is doing what he's doing and got to go do payroll and answer business questions tomorrow to deal with we're 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 when when you get to an older mature status and you're not dealing as a Pookie or or Ray Ray no more. You're 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 dealing in borderline ad, advanced status. You can't be having these these. I'm still trying to figure it out conversations, and women forget that sometimes. Yeah, um, that's very very true. That's very very true. I absolutely agree with that. Look, so Danielle, Danielle. yeah, go ahead, go ahead, Ben. Danielle, the statement that I made earlier about women purposely dating and seeking leverage that leverage over men what do you think about that um in a certain sense i i don't agree with that with a certain type of woman now if the no, woman so, so, so stop right there stop right there stop right there um what did your female elders tell you as it pertains to dating men did they, did, they, did, they, did they ever tell you? Did they ever tell you Here to not depend on no nigga? No, I came from a family with women who said you should absolutely depend on a nigga. Because but have you heard women tell other people that? Like other? Have yeah, you heard? Of okay, of course that's a given. But um, within my own family structure. Um, my folks were always like, don't bring home no broke ass nigga. Don't date broke dudes. Don't date a guy who doesn't have it. I was encouraged that from my grandmas, my aunt. Well, hold on, but, hold on, but that's, that's, that's different. That's you're, different you have you're working with that guy. But you're working with that guy. You got to understand. But Danielle, don't date a broke guy is different from having leverage don't let him have more leverage than you i wasn't taught to date um guys who like i wasn't taught to date like that in a certain sense um it was like find a good man find a man that uh wants the same things that you want that want families but find you somebody that's gonna work find somebody that's gonna um help you um, with what you need in life, um, help don't you? Help. Yeah, help, help, help me. As in, um, find a so, provider. Okay. Uh, so wait, 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 wait. Stop, stop. So, in your life, you viewed it as the man helping you. Is that what you just said? I won't say I necessarily viewed it like that, but, but that's, that's what, what you just said. Benjamin always trying to trip no, somebody up. What I said, I said that I was told to find somebody that's going to help me. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So you said that's what I said. I didn't that's what you just said, though. You I said, said that's what I was told. I didn't say that's what I said. OK, but now, you said that? that's what you was told. So yes, that's what you said. But anyway, I'm not going to split hairs with you. So, you so with that. OK, so with that said, would you say that you were trained to look for a help meet instead of being the help me no i come from a traditional well let me say this because my family's not traditional so to speak but my mother was married my stepfather was a provider my dad is married my dad is a provider my grandfather and my grandmother were married 
my grandfather was a provider. I, um, but the women still work. They still worked, but um, my mother actually had the choice as to whether or not she wanted to work. Uh, actually, my grandmother was the only one who um, had to work, so to speak, because of where we live. But everybody else in my family, um, within my uh, matriarch, say the word, matriarchal structure, they didn't really have to work. They found men who uh, were providers. Benjamin, anybody? See that I, you know, so I, and I saw that too in my family, Benjamin. Yeah. But uh, but what I was what I saw too was that the women in my family who had men that were the providers and they were stay-at-home moms. And I think of my great grandmother, um, the men ran around on them. So the thought process for me was that yeah, you could get with a man who is providing everything for you and however, if you um need him and you don't have any workable skills chances are, you know, he's not, he's going to be unfaithful. You'll have to deal with all of his mess. So, you know, outside children and all the other things that come along with that. So, right. you, had, so you had a foregone conclusion that if a man was high caliber or high status, that he would be a, a philanderer and he would be derelict in his family duties as being faithful to you. Is that what you're saying? I, I had the, I concluded that if a, Man, if you don't have any skills, if you don't have any skill sets, you could end up with a man who is a philanderer and you won't have any choice but to stay. Yeah, I, I, with I see skills, with you have options. Yeah, no, I, I, I see where you're going with that. And I agree. I agree to that. But as a man, you feel me? I, I have homies who they don't want their uh, females or women to work. You feel me? I object to that in 2020. But they had some guys there. They they don't want their female to work. But what this nigga do to this woman? Right. You know what I'm the way that he treat her. I'm talking about. I got a homegirl. She had to screenshot this nigga the mileage on her car. Yeah, it's that real. And he wow. bought that car. He he took he took the wedding ring from her when they when they got into it. Took the I'm talking about the way he talked to her, make her feel like shit. Beautiful, beautiful queen though. But she took that option of where she don't want to write. Basically, gave up all her rights. You know what I'm saying? To her life and, and put it in this nigga hand. And he ain't shit. You ought to see the women he cheat with. They can't do shit for him. And I, my motto right. is if it, it ain't beneficial. You know what? You know what? That, that, that brings up a great point. It's like sometimes people think I'm being too hard. What I'm trying to do is get some of us, including myself, we all got to look at ourselves sometimes. And we got to look at or we really dominating our situation, we making our situation worse, and then we gonna blame the other person. Yeah, you know, you gotta understand Latin supremacy is coming. White supremacy is out the door. You about to get Latin supremacy in probably the next five, eight years. And that you're gonna have to speak Spanish just to get a job, that type of nonsense. And the pressure that's gonna put on people, whether single or 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 as a couple is going to be astronomical for black folks. That's what I'm looking at. So as it comes to dating or just interacting with people on, 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 on any type of level, we got to constantly think power and we got to make power moves. If you dating, you got to date, date from a power move to where if you take a loss, at least y'all y'all break having some property or some type of advancement. Don't get together just to hang out together for half a decade or a decade. 
get together so y'all can advance some type of level and then your kids can be happy and reminisce on, you know, I got it bad. I'm 33. I'm going to go back to mom and dad's house and restart. But guess what? If you ain't got nothing to help your kid restart, you've now failed your kid. So we got to start taking this stuff a little bit more seriously. And that goes to Benjamin's point about our women have to start looking at, and I implore our women to start looking at, fail with a dude that that percentage-wise is less likely to happen. Yeah, you might not like the way Top Cat does X, Y, Z, but guess what? I'm going to roll with him until he do me wrong. And guess what? No matter how hard you may think Top Cat is, he got some homeboys, man. You you got a you got a top of the line chick, man. She, man, that chick is down for you. I know, man. I I feel like I'm losing my pimp card, man. This chick is down for me so much, man. I can't disappoint her. See, y'all don't know these are the conversation dudes be having behind the scenes sometimes. Not every dude is cheating on y'all, beating on y'all, and all that type of stuff. Some of these dudes is like, man, I ain't gonna, man, this. man, that's my girl. You feel me? And in order for it to get to that point, some of these women got to start selecting and some of these dudes got to start vetting where you put your penis. Because like Top Cat said earlier, why are you even dealing with these chicks who need you more than you need them? So let me let me ask you two ladies a question, if I may. Um, Have you have you ladies ever came across a man who was so on point looks wise? career-wise, money-wise, that you were so scared to get with him that he may uh, use his looks, wealth, and status to cheat on you and mistreat you? Um, I have never come across a man who looked that good that I was concerned about that. No, However, I'm, I'm talking meant- about the total. I'm talking about the total pack. Okay. Well, um... Like- he might have been six in the looks, um, eight in, in being industrious. And there was like a that. concern. Of, mm, no. The men like, that I've come across that I felt like that about were generally like, you know, maybe hood guys who had a lot of popularity. And I would be like, nah, I already know what's up, you know. Um, but no, I have not. How about you? Um, I would I would say that... Um, my narcissistic ass didn't think I thought I could hold it down. <laughs> um, I thought he was a good <laughs> I thought he was a good guy, but um yeah, I thought he was a good so, guy so, initially. So what you ladies are telling me is that you never came across a guy where you were like before you even got this just the, the initial courting phase, you was like, Man, if I get this guy an honest shot, I know he gonna cheat on me, he gonna do some scandalous shit, he gonna he gonna be on some fuck shit. You guys have never no, come across I thought I was the ultimate woman. Like, why would he cheat on me? Shit. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. The only because, guys I've hey, come across. Y'all know, y'all know, y'all know, y'all heard that. I've come across guys who had a lot of popularity. Like I said, that's the only time when I'm like, nah, hey, I that's what I'm know talking about. Like, social yeah. status, yes. looks, all that. And all I that. would bypass it the total because. Mess. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, and I would bypass. So you say you would bypass so, his man? What, what you mean? Yes. Concrete? You can't give him a chance, like a nope. real chance? Nope, not at all. Mm-mm. So you wouldn't even entertain. Would you, would you say? Would you say that you were intimidated by this man's social status? Is that what you're saying? 
I would say that I don't have time to play games. And, so wait, you know, how old were you at that time though that, that you made that decision you don't want to play games? Maybe late twenties, early thirties. But see, that's what I said though. That's kind of different. So he though. was he was so popular. So he was so popular mm -hmm. that you said, man, if I get with him, his popularity is just gonna blow yeah, up the relationship. Okay. Yeah, so you were so too what many, you're saying is too much attention from so, women. Right. So that's social status right there. So what you're mm -hmm. saying is you were intimidated by his social status is essentially what you're saying. If you, if that's okay. how you want to phrase it, it's not that I was intimidated. It was like, I don't want to play these games. I already know what it's going to entail if I get with this type of guy and I'm not up for that. It's just too, you know, too much heartache and, you know, late nights and ain't nobody trying to do all that. <laughs> Sounds like you had experience on that type of man before. I mean, I've seen it happen, you know? Yeah. Okay. Okay. You know what? Yeah. Since y'all got two queens up here, I'm going to ask y'all this. Uh, what's up with it when y'all treat one man a certain way? If for some reason, man, a lot of women, if it's like, I, I, we'll be cool and I know they'll, you probably didn't fuck this nigga early. You know what I'm saying? Or quote unquote early or whatever. And then when it when it come to me, it's like I gotta go with you. I can't be fucking with no other females. I can't mm -hmm. have no other female friends, this type of shit. Like I just get all these laws and stipulations. What's up with that? Why why do y'all do that to certain men? Um, because generally it's what the person brings to the table. If the man is like the total package and he brings a lot to the table, the woman is going to try early on to ensure that, you know, she lands a relationship with him. So she's going to be more submissive. She's going to be more reserved. She's going to, you know, do things that are more relationship oriented because she wants to sink her claws in him. Oh, well, let me tell you this. Because these bitches be manipulative as fuck. And what what they'll do is <laughs> what they'll do is it's like um if she if she's uh used to giving it up very quickly and she comes across a guy like you, um, what she'll try to do is to get you to develop feelings for her without uh um sexual attention, but making you spend like non-sexual currency, so to speak. So when you get with her, you're spending all this time, you're spending your money and you, you probably take women out on nice dates. You seem like the type. So she's thinking like when you invest into her and you're spending all this time with her, um, men tend to follow their investment. So if she can get you to uh, spend all this time and money with her and kind of catch you by your feelings, then she kind of thinks that she has you. And so that's why she'll try to make you wait for sex as opposed to... I don't think that's manipulation, though. Like, if you think about it, like, women are hypergamous by nature, especially if it's a man who has his stuff together financially. She's hypergamous. But, you know, that's her. That's in a woman's nature. Like, I, you're the best choice. I'm going to do things different from you. And Danielle is right. She wants to ensure that you're emotionally invested before, you know, you guys are intimate. So, you know, <laughs> but, but uh, I mean, I guess so I mean, we'll consider it manipulative. I, I I can see them a little bit too because in, in a lot of cases, you know, I be like, come on now, you really go play, you know what I'm saying? And I leave. I'm not even feeling, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know you're not acting like yourself right now. Like we didn't went out, we didn't have fun, like Danny say, we didn't win it, you know, we didn't I done took you to something you ain't never seen before, you know, you've been smiling and happy. I'm ready to fuck now, you know what I'm saying? I mean the nice all right. I know you want this dress for me. You know what I mean? <laughs> she playing these games with me, though. You know what I'm saying? If I was somebody, anybody else, 
he would have got that pussy tonight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, some women think that it adds more value to them if they wait. So, you know. I mean, then if you're thinking how to uh, red, uh, excuse me, I was going to say red lobster. <laughs> <laughs> red lobster, two for 20. Danny, don't do that. He said, if Cheddar Bix gets me, he say, if he do what good, you take him to red lobster. Yeah. Boy, I can't, tell, I can't deal with y'all. But, if she, if you're taking her out on nice dates and shit like that, it's like um, a woman's mind is like, okay, he's taking me out on nice dates. He's uh, he's a guy with swag. He's this kind of guy. So I want to hold on to this particular type of guy um, versus the nigga who would have took her to Chili's and shit. And she already know what it's hitting for, but. Yeah, she'll make you wait because she wants you to, to um develop a, a feeling for her, so to speak. I think. Nah, I, I, I get what both of y'all are saying. I just hate when that shit happens. I'll be like, God, I call my homie and I'll be like, man, this bitch tripping. I got another one. <laughs> Hey, don't let us be compensated for a few days. It is, you know, I, I know how to do a lot of good shit too. You know what I'm saying? Like boys cooking and all that, like. Certain shit come real easy to me, man. If you know me, you know I'm a goddamn hustler. I'm a move around, be tapped in a lot of things. I'm multi-dimensional, you know. I wear a mini hat, and so you come come through, man. I be I be playing games with them sometimes, though. You know what I'm saying? Because you know we we get out, and then I'm like, come on, and, and, and then you know what kill me when it's the female, when it's like I'm only fucking with you to fuck. I'm gonna keep you guys. I'm just trying to fuck. You know what I'm saying? It ain't that real. I ain't a long term. You got ninety have, days. You understand me? I have a I have a question for the ladies. Um, Concrete Rose, you said earlier that you were uh, well, you didn't have time for the popular guy, or you were intimidated to make some out of however you want to put it. Oh my gosh! Would you ladies say, or do you know of a woman who, uh, how you say, tried to sabotage? Uh, the man she was dating in any capacity, let's say that he was popular on a college campus mm -hmm. so and she was dating him so she went about spreading a rumor about him, girl I heard this about him, I, girl I heard that about him, to make sure that other females wouldn't mess with him um, I remember oh shit but uh, I don't know anybody personally who did that <laughs> what about you Danielle? Nah that's some high school shit um <laughs> You've never, you've never seen a female ever do that. Ever. Nah, um, nowhere. Not even. No, nah, you, you know what? You know what? Women. The think, the, I'm gonna tell you what women, what women think will deter other other women from um men, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like women will spread shit like uh, well, they'll try to stake claims on you. To uh keep women from fucking. Yep, with. seeing that happen when they ain't even talking to the man. Well, you know, yeah, you, yeah. You, I, I used to talk to him in the inbox. Um, yeah, you yeah. know, me and him, we talk on the phone. We we be talking on the phone every now and then. And he ain't never even um, talked to. Her. Wow. Yeah, um, <laughs> now I've seen that. That other shit is like extra high schoolish. Like women don't okay. really. Let me let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. So we established that there are females who uh, undermine men due to their popularity or their social status. Could you ladies see a female undermining a man's uh, financial, his finances in order to uh, marginalize and relegate him to a certain status so that huh? she can 
have leverage over him in the relationship. What? Like well, saying that I, he broke? Like, no, like actively trying to like keep him from getting a raise at his job or, or keep well, him from making... out of life then. Well, you know what I'm saying? Let, let, me, let, me, let me finish. Can I finish my question, brother? Let me finish All right, my turn question. up, nigga, because you did cut me off on my shit, nigga. I yeah, feel you did do that. I feel yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Turn, yeah. turn up indeed. Turn up indeed. Come on, Benjamin. What's so, the question? So, like I said, we've established that females do undermine men socially on their social status. Do women mm -hmm. undermine men financially on their financial status? Out of fear that if like he has, saying he broke? No, I, oh no, trying to actively keep him at a certain income level. Oh, let's say, let's okay. say you make, let's say you making yes. fifty thousand. Let's say you making fifty thousand. He's making fifty thousand. Y'all cool. Now he comes home and tells you that he's he has to pass this test at his job so he can get a raise. So now he can make seventy thousand. Okay. You then, Let's you then start fucking with him every night while he's trying to study. So his mind can be diverted from his studies. Let me answer because I understand the question. Hold on. I want to say two things. I have seen women, uh, to your first question too, I have seen also seen women like lie about like if a woman is like, oh, you know, yeah, he tried to talk to me and oh, he tried to get with me. Girl, you know, he tried to get with everybody. So I've seen women do that. But yes. in relation to your second question, yes, I've seen women do it in two ways. I've seen black women who are in um, positions to hire, fire, and promote um, prevent black men from being hired you know, from being um, hired and or promoted like if, if it would be like a uh, result in an elevated status and I've also seen black women like refuse to support their men like maybe if they're um, you know going for an additional certification so they have to work later at night or they have to do studying like they refuse to offer support because then they would maybe surpass them um, in, in financial status Okay, so look, I'm, I'm about to I'm about to wrap this up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on mute after this. So what we've concluded throughout my line of questioning is that women, is that yeah, that women marginalize and undercut the men whom they are dealing with, or they potentially would like to deal with. They do that socially, and they also marginalize and undercut the men whom they are dealing with, or potentially dealing with financially. So with those two um, pieces of evidence, we then can conclude that the average everyday B-dub would like to be You a lie. You a lie. Hold on. Let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> Let him <laughs> the, finish because I'm the, waiting for this too. <laughs> the average run-of-the-mill everyday B-dub would like to deal with a man whom she can have leverage against and leverage over. So that is not the average. That's not the average. We were talking about exceptions. Oh my God. Here you go, man. Well, well, hold on. Let me ask let me ask Benjamin a question though. Seriously, just on a follow-up. Mm -hmm. So wouldn't 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 those guys under that same premise need to do like the Latin and the white man and always go into a relationship having financial and leverage dominance every time? But they're not, yes, but they're not conditioned to do so. They're conditioned to, um, see, this This swag, swag is what I like to call, um, when, well, when a man well, it, it's, it's the whole, it's the whole chicken George thing. We was trained by Massa to boogaloo and look colorful. 
And, and, nah, and, 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 and I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I don't. I don't deal with that plantation shit. I'm, I'm an Aboriginal, so I don't fuck. Okay, with so that. go ahead. I want to hear this. Uh, I want to hear this. This, uh, this swag shit you gotta say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, as far as I as far as I see it, matriarchy it permeate permeates through the black community. A man who exhibits swag, are spends an exorbitant amount of his income on the latest fashion and does all the trendy shit to catch the female's eye in black America. That is him displaying that he is a worshiper of the matriarchy. He, he, he's a church goer. You know what I mean? At, at the, that, that's like, that's like if, if you seen, if you seen a brother um, wearing, wearing a church suit, you would know that he and carrying a Bible, you would know that he probably a Baptist, whatever. When I see well, you're kind of saying it like a whole knowing a whole body of uniform, right? Right. It's an identifier. It's an identifier. <laughs> so if, if if I'm if I'm swagged out, I'm 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 displaying to a female, hey, look, I'm derelict in my masculinity. I'm all about doing things that will get your attention and garner, you know, garner favor with you. I bought all this outfit. I, I got the fresh shape up. I got the boozy fade. I got the Balenciagas. I put the rims on the car. I got the slaps in the trunk. I did all that shit just to impress you. That's how much I think of you. But, well, no, that, no, that, 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 nah, hell no. Nah. Look, look, I'm going to say this here, right? Because when you come in from a certain place, like I, I speak for my situation. We, we was coming up and shit. We was hustling. Everybody going to be clean. Everybody gonna be clean, you know what I'm saying? It ain't for, to knock a bitch. That shit was, I, man. If I pull up, no, 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 Top Cat. Why did you do that, Top, top Cat? I think he talking what about self love, you know what I'm why saying? Did, why did you do that? He talking about if, if if that's all you doing, he ain't talking about the swag plus. All right, well I say this here because it's something that that that, that you kind of grew up with. For in my case, you know what I'm saying. Being clean was being clean. Went for the female. If I pull up, goddamn, even when I was a broke nigga, goddamn, I always had the baddest females. You know what I'm saying? I always, I wasn't scared to pull up for one. And I'm gonna say something. You're gonna have to tell me, yeah, or no. But as far as the putting on clothes, but when I'm and talking about good, swag, you're not, you're not, you're not taking it all into consideration. I'm not just talking about the clothes and the fashion. The clothes and the fashion is an exterior display of of swag. How you act and how you comport yourself is another display. You can be bummy as a motherfucker, but if you acting, but if you're acting and you're swaggering about in a manner that lets the female know, hey, look, I'm derelict. I'm just gonna make it all about you. Just let me get a spot on your couch and I don't think your, they got get, nothing get, to do with give, clothes, give me your, so, your Wi Fi code so I can play PlayStation. Yeah, I think I think, know, I think that sounds like, like a little boy who was raised by his mama. You know, his mama always get him the new joys and, and keep her little baby cute and all this type of shit. And then he grow up and he just so used to buying this hit, but he ain't got no hustle to him. He don't know how to make no money. And he, he could go, he could get the girl, but he don't know how to keep her after she find out how his ass really is. You know what I'm saying? Benjamin, 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 Benjamin. Go ahead. I think, I think, I think this is why I was trying to allude to the Chicken George thing because when me and Top Cat hear that, you're you're not getting a qual. We don't hear a qualifier. We just hear that top layer of the uh, of the cake that you're talking about, and you're calling the whole thing a cake. And 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 it's like it's a little confusing for us because we look at that as just self love and looking clean and being about you, irregardless of a chick. 
But but when but when when you when you say it, when you present it, it sounds like as if that alone means that we're gonna do X. So that's where that's where that's why me and me and Topcast are kind of confused about it. Well, okay. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh uh-uh. uh. Well, Benjamin, uh uh-uh. uh, Benjamin, check this out. Check this out. We want Talk you to, to uh, give your final thoughts because we got to wrap up and stuff. So we want you to give your final thoughts on this. Uh, on final, on the final thoughts. Yeah, give your final thoughts. Okay. Well, all right. Um, ladies, y'all are choosing compromised and derelict men, and you are suffering from what I like to call the color purple syndrome. Where you think every on-point man who's who's about his business is gonna be like Mister off the color purple? Ooh, what? He's, he's, he's gonna he's, he's gonna make you he's gonna make you act like silly. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that part, that part. So a, a a lot of sisters are passing up solid brothers because they're intimidated. Shout out to Concrete Rose. They're intimidated. By on point brothers, we we've been gaslighted, fellas. They always say, "Y'all just by a strong, independent, on point woman." No, they're intimidated by an on point brother. That's the truth. That is the truth. They they purposely deal with compromised men so they can have leverage over said men. I'm done. Thank you, Benjamin. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) He always causes a mess. (laughs) <laughs> Mr. Research, what you got? Hey, look, this this goes back to what I was saying. I, I agree with uh, Benjamin. I just say it in a different way. Like I said to you ladies before, Chicken George is, Master t- teaches everybody to love Chicken George, but Chicken George ain't got no power. He ain't, he ain't trying to protect his family. Everything Chicken George doing is for color and peacock and, and looking good. But Kunta Kente know how to get off this plantation. Kunta Kente know how to look at the stars, hunt, build a cabin. And a lot of women want these pookies who are like Chicken George, dudes who cannot fight the white man, cannot protect no family, have to beg the white man for a job. They love that. And that's that's kind of like what, what, what Benjamin's saying. I'm just saying in a different way. They love that. But Kunta Kente don't need all that. Kunta Kente can leave this city tomorrow go to Colorado, pop up with, with a, a $2,000 and make his family survive and thrive. And they don't want that. They don't want the dude who percentage-wise is 70% going to succeed with this family. You know what I'm saying? They don't want that. They want the people who's out here playing games. And that's cool. It's their right to do that. But then these dudes are human too. They got stuff to protect. They ain't, they, you, you know, uh, um, uh, they, they, they got things they got to be focused on. And somebody said Kunta Kente dies on the plantation. Well, Kunta Kente died because black folks set him up to fail. Black folk told Massa, hey, he about to run at 12. Black folks smiled in his face and, and patted him on his back after his foot got cut off when they're the ones who made it happen. So you can't blame Kunta for screwing up. So my point is that we got brothers who are succeeding and doing good things and brothers who are in the middle of the road. Two things we can't do, ladies. We brothers who have survived a hood and we trying to advance, we can't keep going back and saving these people that just want to stand still. 
And we can't go back and save these women who want to get pregnant by the dudes who want to stand still. Mm. Homelessness is, black homelessness is at a high rate. Go to your local encampment. You will see 90% black people and young blacks at that. So this, this stuff is real. Pookie can't survive, but Pookie always want to be on the microphone. Ray Ray can barely survive, but Ray Ray always want to tell you what you should and shouldn't be doing as he on his fourth marriage or fifth baby. Come on, man. This this black community, we the the the, the children of 2030 are gonna look back. What did y'all do with this great invention called the internet? Y'all fought each other online verbally? Y'all held each other back? Did y'all not see the Pakistanis and Indians building families and taking over plazas? Y'all didn't care about that? Well, let me see what they was talking about in, in, in 20, 20, uh, 2005. Dayton? What was they talking about in 2012? Dayton? What was they talking about in 2019? Gender war? No wonder in 2030, I got to go be a domestic houseworker for the Indians like they do in France right now to this day. Okay. Okay. Thank you. What you got? Oh, man. You know, uh, appreciate y'all uh, bringing me on the panel. You know, my, my thing is this. I'm just going to stick to my guns on this. It's, it's all about self-love first. That's what's going to start it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to these situations with no goddamn expectations. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, with no expectations. You know what I'm saying? Me, stop fucking with people who are going in you're going in. That's the recipe for disaster. Quit looking for the good in motherfuckers. You understand know me? Fuck that shit. Quit looking for the good in, in motherfuckers. Let them show you who they are. You know what I'm saying? Anything worth having is worth working hard for, goddamn. That's just how I look, uh, look at it. And if it ain't beneficial, then it's artificial. Hey, man, you can chill a little, you can stake a few. You want some cool uh, boxing news, man? Fuck with Legendary Top Cat right here on YouTube, man. Appreciate y'all, Queens. I'm out. Hey, hey, put my uh, put my channel in the um, can you put my channel in the chat? Third degree burns, <laughs> third degree burns. I didn't come up with that. I, I didn't come up with that. What you call it? That talking point from Obsidian. If you check my catalog, you'll see I've been doing this shit for about three years. I've been putting out content. My shit is thorough. My shit is, is thick. And you ladies come on our channel sometime. We be talking about stuff, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all stop hiding out. Come on. You know what? Definitely. You know I'm what? gonna make more of a concentrated effort to make the rounds because y'all always support. So I will be in you guys' chats. There you go. All right, appreciate y'all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, um all right. <laughs> Well, let me go ahead and um, give my final thoughts. I, I, it was a very good panel. I thank the brothers for coming in and giving their um, take on the topic and, um, you know, supporting us and kind of chiming in on um, the varying other topics that we talked about. Um, we do want to see more ladies come up here. I don't know why the ladies be shy. Like, we want you guys to come up and give your take, too. Um, a couple, you know, we've had some women come and um, visit the panel. Mela always comes up. But yeah, we want more of the ladies to come and chime in too. We do rotate the panel. So even if you see it's full, go ahead and hit the link and we'll make sure to get you in. Absolutely. Um, just to go back to uh, the educated lame and the pookies and ray rays, these are terms that are commonly used within this space. Um, we don't think um, 
like uh I hate it's like if you use the term educated lame, it's like people automatically think that you think that the person is lame or you right. think you're getting on shit and right. whatever, whatever. But um in this space, it just seems to be divided into two groups of men. And I, I just kind of wanted to um talk about people who would kind of fit into the middle of that, but it seems mm-hmm. like it's just on one spec one scale, um, two different ends of the spectrum. And I thought that that was interesting because I I rarely hear people uh, refer to the middleman as something in the middle, but it's like you're either on one side or the, or the other. And we wanted to break down the people who would kind of fit in the middle because you don't necessarily have to be lame if you have an education. Um, if you know how to manage your life and do good for yourself, you don't have to be at uh that doesn't make you a, a lame uh, for knowing how to run your life. Um, if you grew up in the hood, you may have uh, certain things that you grew up to know about the hood or whatever. That doesn't make you a kooky or a Ray Ray either. And so Absolutely. we just kind of wanted to um, break that down a little bit. Yeah. And we, we love our guys who are in the middle of the road. Like, first of all, for us, a lot of us, it's tough just getting out of the hood. Absolutely. We do believe that men should aspire to be, you know, the uh, at the top of whatever, um, whatever industry that they're in or whatever industry that they aspire to um, gain, seek employment in. Um, however, you know, working hard and providing for your family is not something that I frown upon. It's not something that's taken lightly because it's hard for black men. Like I see it firsthand. I, I've seen black men be locked out of industries myself. So I know how difficult it is. Like it's, you know, um, there's no shame in just working, uh, working hard and providing for your family. Um, so, you know, we, we just wanted to acknowledge and talk about the guy who's not talked about even though it's the majority of our com- uh, men in our community. Right, 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 right. So that is all that we have for today. We thank all everybody for sending us uh, the cash apps. That yes, was really, thank you really guys. Dope of you guys. Really, really appreciate that. And hopefully you guys will join us here on Sunday. Um, yeah. And absolutely have a, have a nice Valentine's day and enjoy the rest of your week guys. And remember, everybody get your after, is it after morning pills? Oh, morning after pill. <laughs> that. Uh-oh. <laughs> we Lord don't have mercy. We're damn Scorpios. All right. <laughs> Peace out, everybody. All right, y'all have a good night. Be careful. <laughs> Thank you.